never spit that. Wonder I'm a shit, me and my conglomerate, same crime. Bigger try, you suck the dick. Let me live out my dreams until my heart give out. If I with cream, you know exactly what this is about. Fuck y'all mean. Handling sense of team, like LeBron or Sebastian. High school graduates, straight to the league. I ain't waiting for my knee to blow. Yesterday I was needing this dough. Get it? I was needing this dough. Long as your map is fast, if you're bleeding it slow, yeah. My life ain't rosy, but I roll with it. My mom was fine till the dough hit it and told me that the mo did it. And now it's kosher shit is so acidic. I blow a digit on a diamond and central pay visits. Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World presents Hood Classics. And I'm back again with my man Shahid. What is going on, good sir? Nothing much. I'm just here chilling. No. I was wondering why you picked that song, and I remember, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so I, I, I didn't really listen to that era of Daisy back then, because you know, oh, well, he that's a little too. I, I got, I got money, and you know, I used to have seventy-two bricks until I lost seventy-one of them, but then I made it back. Like, yeah. Um, let's just say this Jay Z is. Yeah, this is the Jay-Z I'm more rocking right now, but this is the perfect song, Dead Presidents 2 play, well, excuse me, Dead Presidents 3 to play for the movie that we're doing, Dead Presidents, the movie, 1995. But before we get there, how are things or where are you at as far as the coronavirus? I'm chilling. <laughs> I mean, I, I, got, I, got a, I got a bidet, so I ain't waiting in line for, like, toilet paper. I got plenty. So we always, I'm blessed and fortunate enough to where I plan for a situation like this. My job, I work in a field where we're always open. So there's going to be no hour cutbacks and like that. We're just prepping for shortages because people aren't taking it seriously. And I don't expect people to take it seriously. So once things start really getting real, they have not yet, like people think they are, then we'll hopefully prepare the best we can knowing that it probably won't be enough Beyond that, you know, one day at a time, I'm not really, I'm going to work. I ain't hanging outside and all that other stuff. You know, I don't need to. I'm too old for the club scene. I got a home gym, so I ain't trying to be fitness Twitter talking about coronavirus only kills 20 people. Obesity killed 500,000 people. How come nobody worry about obesity? Like, you just want to do your booty blast class. Like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, um, it's influences like influence. I'm sorry, fitness Twitter, hotel Twitter, and influencer Twitter is the worst type of Twitter during the situation because they have a whole lot of followers, they have a whole lot of influence, and it is leading people right off a damn cliff. It's irresponsible and it's dangerous. Y'all need to. This is my PSA. Leave it to the experts. Cut that shit out. Stop trying to sound smart because you don't sound smart. Stop trying to make these bullshit false equivalencies you're just gonna get people sick if kevin durant can get this and he mind his business your black ass can get this yeah um the last thing i read from uh hotel was that idris elba was a plant and <laughs> he he just wanted to show that the black community that well they whoever they were supposed to be we wanted to show the black community that uh you know we can get it and stuff i was like what is happening right now yeah, it was too much for me to even it's read. His third eye got closed, so that's how he got caught. True African American men don't get it because we drink ginger ale. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> okay. All right, but we know well up here. It's it's super different. It's because 
you know, New York is always busy. It's always people. And I went out this morning because, you know, I had a class to finish. This is the, my last up. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be supposed to be like seven to eight people, including the teacher. That's nine. Uh, let me go because I didn't get an email or anything like that. But, nope, they were closed. And he said, we probably had to come back in April. So, I can't make more money until April. So, that's irritating. And I could have stayed in the bed. But, that's neither here nor there. I'm blessed. My family's blessed. Uh, everybody's fine so far. Uh, but they say this thing could get worse. So wash your hands, buy some toilet paper, and yeah. When people saying, like, don't meet in large groups, y'all like, nah, I'm going to the club. I'm sharing a bottle. And then I was like, all right, club's closed. Oh, why y'all doing to me like this? It's like, I told somebody, one of the hardest things that people can do is doing the right thing when they don't have to. Because if they got a choice, they ain't doing it. They're going to do the easy thing. They're going to do what's good for them. It's like, I ain't here. I'm going to brunch. I'm going to the club. I'm going out. And they always say, like, don't do it. Think about your aunt and grandma. Think about yourself. Nah, I'm getting these mimosas. So now you can't go out at all. You're feeling all mad. Like, what am I supposed to do? Get a hoppy. Do that. Get a podcast. <laughs> Watch some That's movies. All we need another, another, another Arona podcast. <laughs> what Carrie Hilson say? It's five G, dog. <laughs> it's the microwave. I uh, hate when it's somebody that you know talented just spews some stuff in my mouth. Like, oh my god, not you too. Well, she said that five five G is causing this. It's you know. We need to call the X Men because the phalanx are attacking us. And they, it's not nature, the techno virus. And I was so mad when you uh, sent me that text about the money. And I was just like, wait a minute. And I had to go and look. I was like, oh boy. Because it seemed like everybody was tweeting about it. Oh, I'll do this with the money. I'm just like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> because. I'm going to start an LLC with my college. Y'all going to go ahead. Y'all feed y'all kids if y'all want. This is just not checkers. Oh, boy. Yeah, I just, you know, if that money comes, I hope people do the right thing and try to get it back in the community, you know, give it back into the economy. If you can't, if you want to save it, hey, do what you got to do. Going to only, that shit's going to OnlyFans, and that's the problem for the new Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, Cam said, <laughs> give the uh, PlayStation money. Uh, yeah, but we know y'all didn't come here for all that talk. You came to get your minds off that stuff. And we are here to talk about 1995's Dead President. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. So when I watched it yesterday, like I told you, um, the Vietnam scene, I didn't realize how long they were in Vietnam. It's, you could almost consider this like a war crime drama. I know it says a crime drama. So, but when did you, when did you see this? I didn't see it in theaters. I think I saw it after. So maybe somewhere in 96, 97. That's when I saw it. I don't remember when I saw this. I didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it maybe probably on, I don't remember. I remember seeing it in the 90s, but I don't remember when. And then I remember seeing like a couple times, like then I remember seeing like, you know, every now and then. And two things stood out about, three things stood out about this movie. One, 
this movie was not the way this movie was marketed is nowhere close to the way this movie is. Yep. I like, looked at the trailers. The I, and I was like, nope. Yeah. The way it's marketed is like, oh, we got to steal some money. Money to burn. And you see and Boucher White with the face paint shooting. And you see him running down the street with the money. Dead president. And that's all you see. It's like, okay, it's just a bank heist movie. And it is not just a bank heist movie. Two, the soundtrack is amazing. Yep. And one of the reasons I listened to a lot of oldies was because of this movie. Like, this movie is super fly. I used to back to back. Like, the soundtrack is kind of like, it's a specific 19, you know, a specific time period like Lacey Black Soul. Because this is a black-ass movie. Oh, yeah. Like, this is a black, it's, it's kind of, it's you know, and it's in that thing, like, you know, we were getting, like, black movies, but before they were kind of like, you know, Boys becoming men, like hood stuff, like Minister Society, Boys in the Hood, or it's like, you know, romance stuff, like Wayne to Excel. And this was like, you know, a black drama, like a specific part of black life, like being black in a set, like during the Vietnam era, and all the stuff that entails with it. And the music is a lot of, because the music is basically telling much of the story as the movie is. And three, and the one thing that really stuck out, every time I watch this movie, I get mad. Why is that? Because like it's it's such a sad ass movie. Oh yeah, 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 it is. It's like it's no nobody has a happy ending at all. Like, and you're kind of like watching this like it was damn from the beginning. Like it's pathways they could have took to avoid their path, but you feel like deep down like it wasn't gonna make a difference. Like this is a movie where it's like who are you really rooting for? I don't think this should is... You be, should you be rooting for anybody? No. Like, you know, and it's still kind of like the movie ends. is like, man, this sucks. Yeah. I think the movie was... it. The movie was structured that way so that it could just tell you, you know, show you that moment in time how things were around that time as far as uh, uh, people of color going, you know, going to war and then coming back. And the hardships that we had to endure. Um, so there was no, like, there was going to be, you know, because it's just like a lot of people die from heroin. A lot of people die from, you know, other drugs. A lot of people die, died or even jail because they had to, they tried to eat. They had to make money. And it's, it's, it's always jarring in movies how they treat people who went to Vietnam, especially blacks. But it's just like, what did y'all think? This was a fake war or something? Because that, that, uh, was it, Martin Sheen? The end that line. I the real war. What are you saying? I saw people blood and guts. So, I, oh, you gonna? <laughs> it was just insane. Like I didn't go to war. I went to play war. We were just out there with paint guns. What? No, it was no. It was it's something to be said that World War Two was kind of like the last war that you could kind of brag about being in. If you want, yeah. To, even like no one's gonna brag in war, but World War Two like the last one you kind of like you know quote unquote be. We were the good guys doing a good thing. Every other war system has been kind of like, eh, at, at best. And most of it seemed like a waste of time. Like Vietnam just seemed like a, just a damn waste that just like ran, just put a damn stain on America. Oh, yeah, and that's a whole bunch of other countries. And yeah, I, I caught that whole vibe. And, the, you know, it's based on a true story, partly like also based on the book, um, Bloods and Oral History of the Vietnam War by Black Veterans. 
And also that bank robbery is based on a true story. Oh boy. So we'll get there. There's a lot of truth in this movie. And like, you know, it's part like when I watch the movie, sometimes I feel like it's not long enough. And sometimes I feel like it's too long. Like it's, it's a lot of stuff that's happening in this movie, but it doesn't seem like a lot of, it's like a lot of energy is put on to a lot of pieces. Like it's a two hour movie. And it's just like the way it, it doesn't flow. It just happens. Yeah. Cause you can even see the way the fadeaway scenes is like, you're here. Now you're here. It's like, okay. So you never really get a chance to sit and like, and you know, I mean, move with the movie. You just jumping. Like, um, it's just a chunk happens here and then a chunk happens there. And then a chunk happens here. And then the bank robbery post-bank robbery, and movie ends. I'm like, imagine watching Fast and Furious, Dominic Toretto gets arrested, and that's it. Not, you see them coming to break him out the prison bus. It just ends, he's in jail. 20, 20 to life. Like, <laughs> ain't, no fa- ain't no Fast Five, ain't no Rock. That's how movie ends. Fast and Furious, Dominic's arrested. Oh, what happened to Mia? What happened to Mia Brown? I don't know. Guess we ain't gonna never find out. About dead present sales. Like, it just, oh no. Imagine you have it, and not only does Letty die, but Mia also dies, and Brian gets arrested too. But you don't find out what happened to Brian, you just find out, oh yeah, Doc gets 20 to life. Like, yeah, Dead Presence is a, it's a good movie. It's not, it's fun parts, but it's not fun. No. No, 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 it's not. It, And I think that's why. I, like I said, I saw it in probably 90, 96 or 97, I saw it. And I think I was too young to really, I was just like, ah, oh, this movie, whatever. It wasn't what I thought it was. Then I saw it when I was older, and I was like, oh, okay. And now I knew more. I was a little more, you know, knew what was going on. So I was like, oh, this was a really good movie. But I still, you know, I think this is like my actual third time seeing the movie um, yesterday. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> this movie's heavy. It's heavy. A lot of a lot of stuff going on kind of like a lot of acting with faces and eyes and it helps that it has an excellent cast oh yeah because we and we we talked about this at the end of the show last week this supporting cast is insane it's insane and i gotta i gotta say this Look, I'm ha- I, I'm all for you know chris tucker you know he had guys money with rush out when he ran with it and stuff like that but Man, if he can get in some, some more drama movies, because his acting was A1. Because it wasn't that smoky. Yeah, it wasn't that smoky like, oh, hi, we all laughing because it's so super funny. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah this is like Smokey in real life. Yeah. That, like w- if Smokey had a dream and the dream shattered. And you could see in this, like, a lot of it you just see like the energy is always like hyper and it start and at first it's like hyper in a in a funny way and then it's like hyper in kind of a scared way and then it's just hyper in a depressed way. Yeah. Like it's and it's just built the whole time. Like even then like it's kind of like, you know, you see glimpses of this happiness pop up here and there was like he just gets ran through the damn ringer. Like yeah. and he just you can just see in like how his voice, how he carries his face. Like, looks, he just gives some time, and then, yeah, like, Chris Tucker's just not a comedian. 
Like Chris yeah, Tucker, yeah, he Chris can act. Tucker can act. He just haven't had re- like it's just not been a lot of chances where he's gotten the opportunity to act. But no, it, he's a different boat than like you know funny guys that happen to be in movies. It's like he he's a funny guy that happens to also be able to act. So uh, and it's a bunch of and I'll say this you know before we get another cast, mm-hmm. Lawrence Tate. I was trying to figure out what his you know what he has. He has the ability to be likable and unlikable in an equal amount. Yep. Some actors just one or the other. Like some, you know, you like Morris Chestnut, you can't see him as a villain. Yeah, it wouldn't He's work. He's villains in movies, but the number six is like, it's Morris Chestnut, he's too nice. Like, you know, like, he's too cool for that. Terrence Howard, he's been heroes before, but it's always this edge, like, can you really root? Like, you want to root for him, you don't really trust him. It's just something in his eye. It's something. It's something like real, like snaky about him. Like I don't know yeah. about this dude. Like I don't know. This man kind of shifty. Even when he's playing here, like you know, I don't know. You might, you might got it. You might not got it. Like Lorenz Tate just has that thing where, like you know, when he has like the youthful baby face, it's like you want to root for him. You want to cheer for him because he's like I'm ready to take over the world. But then when the world is just beating him down, you just see it all on his face. Like, get out my face for a straight. Like, what happened? Like, it's like his, the whole story told from his face, like, how the movie starts. I'm ready to take on the world. By the time the movie ends, he's just looking like, damn. He is acting. In the beginning, I honestly want to believe, and I think he was a good kid. He was a like he, he he just had all this ambition and wanted to accomplish things in life and wanted to I think do something to be remembered by and going to the war he thought was the right thing and I gotta ask you just before we even jump into the movie and stuff like that what was the dynamic or what was the situation supposed to be with his mother and father because it's always like his father didn't say anything okay his dad was a soldier yeah. So his dad understood what his son was trying to do. Is like basically, I want to be like you. Do something. School's not for me right now. Yeah. I don't get the mindset for it. I can always do school later, which is weird because he's smart. Yeah. And you would think like you know he would do school, but he's like you know it's not for me. I want to do something different. I can do this now. His mom like that's bullshit. <laughs> right. Like, his mom has a vibe that a lot of black people had and still have. It's like it's a funny thing. In part, like you can't talk about the movie and, not, and talk about how, the, like the dichotomy of black in the military. It's this thing where a lot of like you know, fighting to be a patriot when you're black is always weird, because it's like, why? Like you know, you hear stories about people fighting in World War II, getting medals and coming home and can't get in a job or get lynched. You hear about you know, I had to do all this just to you know get out the kitchen to be the first person to do that. And I had to save a hundred people before he started treating me like a human being. And then I can't, and I come home, I can't even eat soup. And it's like, the whole vibe is like, most places, like, why are you in the, why are you fighting? Like, this thing, this is not our war. Like, this is, has nothing to do with us. They treat us like trash here. Vietnamese, they never did nothing to me. It's, it's the vibe that most people in this movie are saying. And it kind of fits that in him. It's like, I'm ready to embrace that going, you know, go in and do it. And then he come back home. He look all sharp in uniform. That lasts like two weeks. Yeah, cause no. and it's back to and it's back to I can't get a job. I can't feed my. I got nightmares. I can't feed my 
my girl. I can't feed my child. I'm supposed to be a hero. I can't be a man. What did I just do? I just wasted my like. What happened? Yeah, you're right about that because he came back and it was like, oh, you back? And you know, he felt that that I guess that pride or that that sense of you know, I really did something. But boy, when them jobs won't call it. They were turning him around. He's just like, shit. Guess I'll learn, I guess I'll learn how to cut some meat. It's like, and the whole thing is like, yeah, you was doing that over there. It was not like war, like even World War II, black people wasn't coming back and treated right. You come to a war that most people, a lot of people weren't cool with by that time. It's like, we ain't even supposed to be over there. We get pamphlets from the enemy talking about black man, go home. This ain't your fight. And I'm like, you right. I'm just trying to, you know, pay for school. Yeah, big and, it, and the funny thing is, you look at now how we treat the military. It's kind of funny thing where you know, thank you for your service. See all these commercials and stuff, like hyping it up. But most of the people that come come from like you know poor backgrounds. It's like you come from a certain town. That's your you want to do something for yourself. That's your best. That's your best. You know, lane. You come out and do what? There's a whole lot. I work in the area with a whole lot of people come out and they're like, what? I'm 25 years old. I gave them three to five years. My body may may not be broken and I got skills I can't use. And now I'm not getting the money I'm I'm not used to getting. And I don't have certain life skills. What I'm going to do now? You saying thank you for your service. How is that helping me? I got a kid. I got a wife. And now I got like, you know, Driving a tank ain't going to get me a job driving a bus. So what I'm going like, what am I going to do? Um, now what? Yeah, I make go ahead. cut meat. Like you're going to be cutting meat to be lucky. And you know, that's now you're talking about the mental anguish and all the stuff you went through going in there. And that's not the whole thing. It's like you're black. And this movie, like, it's hard. Like, this is a black war movie before and after war. You can't separate, and the black part matters. You can't talk about this movie and ignore race because race is pushing this whole movie. And keep in mind, it ain't a whole lot of white people there with a whole bunch of talking lines. No, we got the butcher Martin and Sheen, Martin Sheen's the, the butcher and Martin Sheen at the end. Yeah, that's, and it. that's it. And you saw the difference of how they treated that. You know, one 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 white person treated a black person one way, and another one did another way. I, I think it was more than just that whole real war nonsense. But funny story, well, not even funny story, but in another Earth and another Prime, uh, yeah, Jeff is in the uh, Air Force. If things would have worked out, <laughs> it's crazy to think about now. But at the time, I was like, I need to make some money, and I did. I I just knew college wasn't for me. I knew I wasn't that wasn't my thing. Uh, so yeah, I applied. Man, I went man, down. I went down there. I went down the army twice. Yeah, so I was. I, I know that. Like we've all kind of thought about that one time, and it's like you know, you don't think college for you. You live in somewhere. It's like you know, I gotta make money with my. I can't. I can't rap. I don't run a, a fast enough forty yard dash, and I ain't slinging. So, yeah. dude. And the only reason, hey, and the only reason it didn't happen was because. Lo and behold, I found out before I was supposed to graduate high school that I needed another uh, skills or whatever they called it then, a skills class. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? So I didn't graduate to, I had to wait to graduate because my guidance counselor didn't guide me. This is my Virginia whole school system 
And I'm just like, you know, mom went up there and everything. It was a whole big thing. And I was just like, wow. So I literally would drive to school, uh, go to one class, and then go home. That was it. <laughs> I was just like, what are we really doing? Yeah. Doing what you need to do. Yeah. But, you know, back to moving the cast is kind of like we talked about Chris Tucker, we talked about Lorenz State. Any movie Keith David's on actually a better movie. Oh. Because he just yeah. gives so much weight. Like besides the voice last fucking like this month, you know, just the it's just he's a grown ass man. And it doesn't matter what movie he's in, no matter how silly or important or not important, he always has the vibe, I'm a grown ass man doing grown ass things. And, you know, Giving him a chance to breathe and a chance to actually do stuff besides being a voice works. And, and Boucher Wright, this her run, like, you had this, you had Blade, and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, what did happen? Because it took me a minute to know. I was like, wait a minute. She was in Blade. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the girl from Blade. Yeah, like she was working from like the nineties, like you know, mid nineties on. Like you know, she showed up on New York Undercover, show up on TV shows. She's on this, she's in Blade, then Three Strikes, and then up until like, let me put it this way: her career looks one way from like ninety two to ninety eight, and it looks a certain way from like two thousand to two thousand six. And it's a big gap between 2006 and 2018. Like, nothing. Yeah. What happened? Like, it's just one of those things, like, I guess if you are, that's one thing, like, you a black actor, black actress, you gotta stay hot. Because you can easily fall out of wayside and be like, who? What happened? Like, you know, if you don't have a TV show or you didn't get married, you just, you know, Get the shot. You get to shine for a little bit, and then you just poof, vanish. Yeah. Even um, me watching in there, I forgot. I forgot Isaiah Washington was in it. Oh, was he even a thing back then? Yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. He's yeah, he was. yeah, he's in there. He's uncredited. So is Martin Sheen. Because I forgot he was in it too. And I seen before. I'm like, wait a second. That's who at the table looks familiar. I'm like, oh yeah, that's him. And it's funny, like Isaiah Washington. You have a different view watching it. Pre Grey's Anatomy and post Grey's Anatomy. So I was like, want these to be cool. Yep. And now he's not. So it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's funny, like it's funny you watch depending on when you watch the movie, you know, how stuff changed. Um, there's other people in there. But Bochim was fine. Oh boy. It's, it's a lot. Bokeem. Like he's just an awesome he he's just an awesome actor. And I think it took us up until Fargo, so he got the respect he got that he should have got. Cause like he's been doing this for a long time, mm-hmm. and it's like kind of like he always seemed like you know he just an angry dude. He just he just a bald head dude, frowned up face. It's like he been no, he's he's skilled. He's he's extremely skilled, and I was like I was like yeah, Cleon. Whew. He played a uh, he played a psychopath, a preacher. And had and a to cow. and a cow, and he had to ride. He had to find the highs of highs and lows of lows. And I was like, he's got to be the MVP of the movie. Got to be. I mean, if it ain't Chris Tucker, then it's, it's Joaquin Woodbine. One A and one B. 
Because they were they neck and neck. Kind of like, and that's saying that movie like Lorenz Tate is acting his ass off and keep doing a lot of heavy whipping. Yeah, it's kind of like it got to be one of the two. And they doing a whole lot, and it's just kind of like, especially <laughs> him at the end. It's just because he plays like that whole hypocritical preacher. Like, I told you after this, we couldn't trust a dope peddler. Like, oh, hi, but it's the same dude walking around with a chopped head. Someone's <laughs> bringing us luck. Now he's walking on high and mighty. Like, you know, that sin is going to take us. I don't even think I should take this money, but I'll keep it, though. Like, and I think that's one thing I wish we had. I wish we'd have had more time with him to see somewhat of that transition or what happened or what epiphany did he have when he got back home? Because I'm just like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> that's a, like a, a, that's just a wild transition. Because he was a psychopath yeah, like, in Vietnam. And maybe that's what he felt like he had to be to survive. I don't know. They didn't really go into yeah, detail. Like he was a preacher, a preacher son that went to Vietnam, turned into a lunatic, comes home, born again, but fake born again. Oh, yeah, because he just wanted that money. Because that's the thing. Because if he was really down like that, he would have took the job in the first place. And before we get in the movie, we got to talk about all that. Chris Tucker didn't need that job. He nope. straight money. Three checks. You can see why... Yeah, you can see why Lorenz Tate doing it. You can see why Keith David doing it. And Bush, right? She seemed to be all right. Like, I'm, I don't really need this, but I, I love you after you to go ahead and make some money. And then Cleon monkey ass is like, <laughs> how much? <laughs> Sweat why he ass, too. Like the whole, yeah, like the funny about the whole motivation, like you can see the motivation for some. The other's like, you know, these are my homies and stuff like that. And we need to get to Freddie Rodriguez, Mr. I used to be slinging milk with you. I just love my girl. I come back, hurt my hand, and now I'm I'm a pyromaniac. I'm worshiping oh, fire. He fucked everything up. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, imagine Bill Belichick coaching the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that plan went off. I was just thinking about that plan. I'm like, this plan, was, this plan might have sounded nice and scary, but in practice, this thing was they they running down the street. Wait a minute. Let me add a little bit. Of money. Let me no, add. I just got to bring it out. They are in broad as they like. Black people running away with bags of money in New York. That wasn't the plan, though. We, we, okay, this is my whole problem with the, with the whole thing. I understood Kirby knew, you know, he, you know that, was his, that was his little man, like a son to him. But what in the world? Made him say, "Oh, this plan sounds great." Did some ex- army just because he was in Vietnam, he had a great plan? Because he did. The whole thing is like this. He said he had the money, he had the guns, but he needed the plan. Keep in mind the whole thing about criminals. Most of them ain't smart. Curry used to. I'm running numbers. I'm used to like doing that. I'm used to beating up people who don't owe me. He was money. local. I'm used to playing fake. He's local. I, I know how to plan and take out guards, like you know, to rob an armored truck. And I think we get caught up in the whole fact that like we've seen so many movies of armed robberies, like, oh, they plan, they scared like that. Yeah, the people do that. they like, I've been doing this for, like, heat. Yeah, we, we veterans. Like, you see movies like um, The Town and Heat and um, Genesis. Like, yeah, we train professionals. We ex-military. We've been doing this for six, seven years. 
This was. I got a crack. <laughs> I got a face head, a black pastor, a fake preacher, and a pyromaniac, and a dude with a plastic leg. This and that's is my team. This is the little rascals robbing the bank because this yeah. shit was fucked. Exactly. Like we gonna stand here. We gonna do this. It's kind of like that plan sounds nice, but the training did not match the plan. Oh and no! Even though they did all that, they still got three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they did leave with something. Million, but that's neither here nor there. I'm like three hundred thousand dollars, like the late in the mid seventies. That's a lot of damn money. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. But anyway, let's go ahead and uh, let's tell the people, give them a uh, overall what the movie was about, and let's jump right into it. <clears throat> we talked about what the movie was overall, like you know, oh well, yeah, on the story of you know, a young man, Anthony Curtis, trying to find himself, you know, late sixties, early seventies during the Vietnam era. Joins the war, wins medals, comes back, finds life as how he thought it would be. And try, you know, make amends. Try to, you know, got to take care of my baby in the means necessary. Let's rob, let's rob a bank truck. The end. <laughs> Shit don't work out. The end. <laughs> That's the movie. Oh my god. Go ahead. I mean, you tell like it's. It's a lot of stuff going on in a movie, but the movie's not that complicated. It's like it's complicated certain parts, but like I came home, I can't find a job. I gotta feed my daughter. I'm mad. I'm already mad at the world, and they burn. They going They burning money. That's the whole thing about it. We're stealing money that you're about to sh- destroy anyway. If we're not shooting anybody, who are we hurting? That's how they look at it. Yeah. But, to burn. You just think about that, like this era where it's like people worry about where their next check come, and they just this money. Oh, we gonna throw in the trash can. Yeah, that's just even now hearing that in twenty twenty, that's insane. Oh, we just gonna burn it. Really? You don't think some homeless people could use that money, or somebody who about to get kicked out of an apartment can use that money, or anything? Just no, nah, we'll burn it. That's just crazy to think yeah, about. You know, that's the whole thing about this. Money is this funny thing where it matters until it doesn't matter. And it's always we don't got enough to do, we don't got enough for you to do it until we need to. Also, oh, we just found I just have to find some money. And it's just kind of like that's why it's Yeah, greed, greed will mess your life up. Greed greed and need. Just, but anyway, like you know, movie starts sixty. Like the movie starts at sixty nine. Right now, Anthony and his homies, they basically like you know, slinging milk. <laughs> no, he was slinging milk. They were just on along with the ride. I mean, but they there helping. Eh, somewhat. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, look, I just go. I don't know no friends like that where I'm just hanging out with them at their job. Well, they were getting a ride to school too. So he was like, you know, he's like, hurry up and take us to school. We no, he said, don't he said, don't be rushing. We ain't trying to go to school. Yeah, that's right. This happened in the morning time. Yeah. Early. Early. Like somebody come take your old milk bottles and bring you some fresh milk every day. And that was your milk for the day. Have a bowl of cereal. Makes pancakes. <laughs> like I just thought about that. Like how you just open it, pasteurized, and I ain't see no tops on those bottles either. Um. Oh shit! Did he have tops? No, we had tops. 
I thought the ones he gave him, the ones he, oh my goodness, what are we doing? The ones he gave him, this whole container is like I'm grabbing empty, but I'm putting some fresh ones. I'm, I'm doing it on. I'm hoping for the best. Oh my goodness, the honor system, honor system. Ooh. Imagine that now. It's different. Well, I mean, people do Grubhub and Seamless, so yeah, call yeah, whatever. Okay, somebody dropping some milk with no damn top. Grubhub my ass. Hey. You have seen them videos of people eating people food, drinking their drinks a little bit, then giving it to them. No. <laughs> you have it? I would. Wow. That's the reason I have, I've tried to avoid stuff like that, because that would like, no, I'd shoot you. Uh, yes. If I ordered pizza from Domino's, I ordered like, <laughs> two slices of missing. It wasn't, the, oh, no, it was nothing like that. It was like, I think the dude was at the door and they were watching, like, you know, they had to, he didn't know they had a camera. So he drunk a little bit of the soda. <laughs> I was just like, no, 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 no. We'd be, oh, we'd be fighting. So anyway, that's what they do, you know, slinging milk. And they basically talking about their whole, you know, what they're going to do. They tell me, oh, you know, Juanita, you hit it yet? That's the whole thing, you know. That's what teenagers talk about. Yeah, it's like you know, you need you need to spell the pussy. Yeah, and it's like okay, with Juanita. What's your views on her? I was gonna save it. Um, initially, nah, we ain't saving it. <laughs> we ain't saving it. Let's initially and then overall. Initially, like, she was fine. I, I initially she was fine. Um. When they got to uh, Act Two and Act Three, you knew he picked the wrong sister. <laughs> I mean, I was, he picked the wrong. Huh? Did he? I think he did. I think. Why? Because his fault. I think I think it's a little both of blame to go around. Um, because once you get to, once you once you get to the point of when he gets back. I understood why she couldn't say nothing to um what's his name? Cuddy? Cutter? Cuddy? Whatever. I understood why she didn't say nothing to him, like, hey, you gotta stop, chill out, my, you know, my man here and there. Because this dude, he said, uh, Cowboy said, you know, he's he's uh, next to Nikki Barnes. After Nikki's Barnes is supposed to be him. So how could she say that? And okay, but which has me wondering about what has me wondering about him and her. He that bad. Like I'm looking at my I'm like Oh, this is what I was going to get to. She was fucking him. I, I, I honestly believe that. I don't think she said that just to say it because he kept saying it. Like, you know, you, say, you want me to say it? You want me to say it? I'm going to say it. No, because I'm like, why is he still giving you money? Why is he, he Why did he come to my house? I'm home okay. now. Yeah. Here's my feeling about why. Watched it recently. I have a different opinion of her. Than I did when I was younger. I'm like, okay. She basically said, like, you know, we were together. You left. Left me with a baby. Really wasn't really trying to interact and have a life with me like that. Because you didn't send no letters and stuff like that. You know, right. treat me like I was a flame. That's cool. I got to take care of myself. And now you back here. I'm going to give you a second chance. Because it's like, I don't really you know. I still got love. We sharing a child. Now I got baby number two. I can't work anymore. I'm struggling and striving the best I can. And you don't got it. You ain't got a job. And all that military shit ain't making a difference. And now what? Like you know, I'm grown. 
I gotta be grown now for the sake of my children. And she looking at him like he a fuck up. She's absolutely right in everything she's thinking. And if that's the way that she felt, and that's the way that the movie was supposed to be pitched, because you know they still kind of left it in the gray area. That's fine. I'm all for that because hey, you ain't bringing no money here, and this is what I've been doing ever since you've been gone. Man, I can, I need that. If I need that money, I need it. So I'm not mad. I'm just saying. And it sounded like he had a chance during the war. He wasn't really thinking of like send letters, send something. He could send some money. That's what I didn't. That's why I say I think it's both their faults. I didn't understand he could still send her money. That's for his. Like if he was doing supposed to do, she ain't messing with Cuddy. But he ain't. Yeah. He like not not money, not time, not affection. It's like you know I don't even think about that. I gotta think about I'm in the bush. Otherwise I can shot. Cool. That come with consequences. Yeah. You right. Rambo Rambo wasn't messing around with a whole bunch of girlfriends either. He made a choice too. Do you want to go? You want to be you want to be Rambo or you want to be Cameron Poe? Which one you gonna be? She was absolutely. I think, like I said, live your life like Rambo. I think they both played a part in it. He should initially have said, "You know what? He could either just wrote one letter. Hey, I understand, um, but I have to stay focused up here so I can get back to y'all. But I'll be sending you money because his parents like they were well off. It didn't look like his. I mean, from the way it was structured, like his parents were, you know." They won't live in like she was because they, they showed you how she was living. She was living in a house with roaches. Like, and it, you know, he came and he was looking around like, damn. No, and don't look around like, damn, this is where you had your daughter living. If anything, he should have been, you know, sending money to his daughter, if, if anything, after he found out. What happened? Yeah, it was just, and then on top of that, he came back home, and that's the last person he went to go see. Now nah, I'm going to go to the club and hang out with Cowboy. <laughs> oh boy but yeah she was she was being an adult but you know okay but you saying that like you know someone he made the wrong choice like the other choice is delilah which is um boy she looked a lot different growing up but didn't she oh i'm just saying that off of you know what i saw when she was growing up <laughs> i'm not worried about anything else yeah <laughs> You know, because it's like, cause keep in mind, like, you know, when they keep in mind when this happened, when they first meet is in school, you know, it's like these high school seniors. And she probably like what? A junior. A sophomore. Junior or sophomore. She, like, she looked she look a lot younger than them, like at least by like a couple of years. So it's like he ain't messing with no young girl like that when he, I mean, he young, but he ain't. He, they were him and well, I need the same age. A lot of coming off like a little girl, which is fine. You yeah. Know, she had a little crush on him back then. And, you know, it's cool. Like, oh, I'm just here. I got time to date. I got to study. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm about my business. I'm flirting with you. Getting mad when he putting his little three minutes in. Um, Post-Vietnam, when she started doing her um, hotel, hotel. Ass, <laughs> workout and all that, got the afro, and, and she talking that shit. I'm like, yeah, she look all good. Like, you know, like, you know Ain't my fault you got brainwashed, my brother, et cetera, and et cetera. I'm like, yeah. She definitely been on that whole floor ride brain Twitter. She definitely had some herbal tea. Delilah was pseudo smart. Like, yeah, I know how to shoot an AK, and I know about, you know, time trails in the air. Like, nah. They both bad choices for different reasons. Hey, I, I can I can honestly say you are right about that, but, whew, man, she was bad. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, she looked good in low-rise jeans, and she, you know, she's showing her stomach off. You can tell she had an ab routine from, I don't know, fighting the man 
Yeah. I doubt she she going on Soul Train with her mindset. No, she wasn't. Absolutely not. (laughs) So that's their breakdown. They trying to figure out what they want to do for school. And, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to join the Marines. I'm going to fight. We all to be. They look at him like you're a damn fool. Like, I ain't fighting. Like, why are you fighting the why are you fighting in the war and all like that? Like, I fighting a white man war. Something. Yeah, white man war. Yeah, because Chris Tucker skip like, man, I ain't fighting. I think no niggas need to be in a white man war. I'm gonna be a pimp. Yeah, I'm doing two girls. And he's like, I'm gonna go to school and chill and ain't getting me. And then Jose is like, you know, people make jokes about Latin, like, you know, they love, they love all the way. He did, like, you know, I love you with all my heart. Make sure you wait for me. Pretty man, even look at you wrong. You know, I'm gonna I'm I'm kill him, right? I'm like, damn, this is senior dad. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. It's like, it ain't no, I'm, we getting, yeah, this whole while, like, we getting married after the damn dance. Like, you mine forever. And it's like, ooh, you loving, you loving. Wait, wait, so, what, what did Chris Cut Tucker say? He said, he said, my great granddaddy was a pimp. He never had to pick his card. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I was like, he absolutely. That's a comedy line. Yeah. <laughs> so that setup is there. So that breakdown is there about what they want to do. And then we hear, we found out more because he's running numbers. Like when he's not slinging milk, he's running numbers for his man Kirby. So this is his like, like, this is his edgy side. This is his like bad boy. Like he's still a good kid. You know, he. You know, he got ambition, I guess that's what you want to say. But he don't know which way to go. Yeah, Kirby out here got his own place running, you know, running numbers, lost his leg in Korea. But he's a war veteran, too. We kind of find out later. He's like, you know, you got those numbers. You can tell your mom and daddy about this, right? All right, you're good, son. You're a good boy. He, he throws some money at you. You know, like this, like, by, based on I'm your, sec- I'm your street dad. I don't know. You would almost think that was his because the way they was set up, he looked up more to Kirby than anybody, than even his own dad. I, I mean, mean, but keep in mind, he joined the Marines because his daddy was a soldier. Yeah, but I get it. I get it. Like I said, he was being pulled, not pulled, but he was seeing both sides of, okay, this is what my dad did, okay. you know, but then he was looking away well, Kirby. Think about this way. You going to, okay. You gonna look up Kirby's side about the war when he came back with a plastic leg? That what you want? Not me. No, I mean, no. is that what you want? No, I mean he, but <laughs> maybe he didn't know about that leg until he got it pulled off. I'm sure that I'm sure that leg has come up in conversation the way they've been friends. Well, see him walk. Yeah, see him walking a certain way in because like I'm a pimp. Maybe. Because when you're that young, you may want to ask, but you don't ask. Because he was still kind of, you know, he was still kind of scared of Kirby. Oh, but, he re- but in a way, not too scared. More like I respect. I ain't, I'm a crack joke, so I'm only going to crack certain types of jokes. Yeah, okay. All right. So, yeah, so that's explained. And now here, playing pool. Who up in there playing pool? Cowboy. <laughs> hey man, Terrence Howard, what's up, man? I'm like, I his young ass in here, you know, little kid, he be what the fuck up in here, man. And Terrence Howard, like, he ain't Terrence Howard yet, but he feels like it's funny. Like, he wasn't famous yet, but he's still famous. 
Like, yeah. It's got that Terrence Howard vibe just about like this this evil energy about it. Just I, I noticed this thing about him. I noticed this thing about him in Hollywood or wherever, you know, every actress and actor got this little oh, you heard this about but he carried himself like, Yeah, I am Terrence Howard. You don't know me now, but you will know me. He is confident in his skills and abilities. Oh, yes. Because he overcame like a real rough-ass childhood, and I'm sure colorism, overcoming and dealing with that colorism, where he did probably didn't help him. You know how that can be. Oh, you ain't black enough, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. He always got that vibe like, yeah, I got to prove. I got to prove you all the man because I got to prove it to myself. And there's always that energy. So anyway, and like, you know, they have a game of pool, and they playing. And Cowboy getting mad. We get the fuck off my table, man. Shit. <laughs> so anyway, he lose. And after he's like, you know, get the two dollars more, you know, get us the curse some more. What about my money? Technically, you bet me, so you owe me money too. You like get the fuck out of here. You're like, all right, that's all it's gonna be. I'm gonna tell all these people that you know Cowboy don't pay his debt. He's like, chicken head motherfucker. Get out my get out my face. Like Cowboy ain't Cowboy ain't gonna be getting mouthed off to a teenager. No. And this wasn't this was the type. This was in the this was in the era where an old person would beat your ass if you was a child. <laughs> Even now you may be catching videos and stuff like that. But yeah, this is most definitely that time where it didn't matter how old you was. Because yeah, he was talking real he was cracking too many jokes. You want to tell them jokes when he, when he beat his ass about to put the knife on someone. Yeah, he's talking that shit now. I cut you. What you going to say now, huh? <laughs> I told you about talking that shit. Kirby come out here like, fuck. <laughs> he out here. Because he, he was watching at first. Then he wasn't watching for a second. He came in there. He like, get off. I'm like, don't come back. Let you come back with respect. Get a little kicking the ass like, you all right? You know, got cut. I'm cool. Why don't you take a ride with me? See that? See the other part of Kirby like smoke drive, drive what? What the fuck at a car? <laughs> and he out there talking about you know this is what I do, you know yeah I lost this leg, you know career and anything like that. You know I was in the war two career, so I got this plastic leg shit. You know what you gonna what you gonna do with your life? Go ahead, keep the engine running. He, Kirby is going this place. You don't know what's going on, and then you hear some talking. And you see some dudes throwing out the window. How, how, how strong? strong? Kirby's really strong. But how, you know, that one leg and, yeah, he's really strong. That dude. My dad money got me coming out here. Then, his, then, the, <laughs> then the woman come out there with a gun out. Come out. You better leave him alone. Like, oh, damn, you got more heart than your old man. Start laughing. And this slug that shit out of his it was it was the animated Batman. Pow! This man grew up Street Fighter Two rules when it comes to man or woman violence. Slugger. And you know something to be said about that. We always thought you know men shouldn't hit women any time. I'm like, man, we seen Ryu you put the boots to Chun Li. <laughs> we all grew, we all grew up on that. We watched Batman. Like, oh my goodness. Can can spin kick Cammy? We can't give Juanita a fair one? Why not? He gave it to her. She was out. Mm-hmm. And he grabbed the leg, pulled down, like, you know, get my fucking leg. Got me opt on the floor and shit. 
like, you better put this leg on before I cheat, before I cheat you. He out there laying on the ground. Like, imagine you get threatened on the ground for the man with a gun. And he gets on the ground to threaten, like, you know, you know I'll take this leg. So, let me ask you this because I asked my wife and she could give me an answer. Well, Hobie grabbed the leg. What exactly was he supposed to be doing with it? Because he grabbed it and just hugged it. I was like, you ain't going to use it? You just go lay there? I don't think he realized the leg was going to come off. He just grabbed the leg like, stop, you know, stop hitting my woman. <laughs> uh, uh, then all of a sudden the leg pops. Like, imagine you fighting somebody, damn leg come off. <laughs> you like, oh, shit. Oh man! Just an unexpected, just an unexpected encounter. <laughs> he, he just started hugging the leg. I'm like, no, buddy, you got to start using it. He kicking your ass. I oh. mean, I would just say this: he was already flustered as it was, and that probably made him even more flustered. Yeah. So yeah, and now it happened. Then after he's laughing his ass off. <laughs> He's like, oh, y'all see, I see you hopping on with your leg. You know, you like, you think it's funny, huh? So, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that happens. We're going back home. You know, that's the life they, that's the life they do. Running numbers, getting your money, getting your money, living your life. And he goes home, tells his family, you know, what he going to do? Oh, what's your plans for school, Anthony? You know, what you studying? You know, what you studying this semester? Marine Corps. He passed mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, his shit. brother looking at him like, what? Stupid. His mom, oh, keep in mind, the mom is played by Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis has been in every damn, it's not like she's been in every black movie. Black movie, TV like movie. 1988 to now. And she's one of those people where if you white, you have no idea who she is. If you black, you may not know her name, but you know you know that. Yeah, like, you know, you know a movie or TV show you've seen her in. Yeah, it's like she's always like you know she's just like the black mama, black aunt, black grandma. What she called the black mother Hollywood. Like she's just always present, and she's just always there. Like you must have lost your. Di- What's wrong with you, baby? <laughs> you know, like you gonna fight this white man war? Like you know, you must have lost your damn mind. I'm not raising you better than that. And the husband is sitting there like. Eating them greens, he like. Uh-huh. I'm gonna stay out this one. Cause he like he he been there, so he know he knows he may not agree with what his son is doing. Like he never says he's agree or disagree, but you get the vibe like he kind of understands. Cause like if they have a good relationship, it might be you know it may be something like I'm gonna do what Daddy did for that. Yeah, reason. yeah. is like you, I ain't ready for school and all this, and I'm trying to do something different. And it's like. We've all been there once or twice. So you can't be that man. The brother and the mom are mad. They're like, you know, you got potential. You got a life. And you know, the funny thing is like this. You can do something real. Why are you doing the military? And it's funny where today it's the dichotomy where you see the commercials. You're all you can be. I'll be part of the elite fighting team, Air Force. Like, like recruit. It's awesome and cool. And then you care for people that's actually in life. Man, you what you do? What you go to school? What you doing this for? You can pay for school. You got money. You join the army for like they will actively discourage you from doing it. I've had people like I was thinking about doing. I had people act like no. You already make money. You smart. Why would you do this? 
Imagine somebody telling you that. Yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Cause people couldn't understand exactly where I was coming from. Cause I'm just like, no, I don't. And I understood the part where he said, you know, school ain't for me. Like, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to do that. I don't want that burden of having to pay back money and all that stuff. I want to find my own way. And, you know, I thought that was the way, but luckily it was, you know, I, it, that really wasn't the way I, I'm, you know, it's people just have, like you said, people have this idea, especially blacks about the military and it's good and it's bad. Um, Cause I know I got friends that actually, you know, around that same time that went to the military and you know, they did maybe one, you know, four years and got out or they did eight or 12 and, you know, got out and it helped for some and for some it, didn't help so i guess it's all of how you make the how you go to the military how you use it and what you do in the military i guess it's better to have a career too if you're gonna stand in for like the long haul it depends it depends on what you're doing like yeah you learn a skirt like you know you're engineering awesome if you're like a pilot yeah like it's there's some jobs that translate but certain jobs like what you do made landmines what you gonna do when you get out i don't know like, it's a lot of jobs. It's like, okay, I was in infantry. If you ain't going to be a cop, then um, what's the skills? Like, learn. Like, yeah. there's not a lot of jobs where you can be a killer and get paid for it that's legal or trained to be a, more, a better killer. Like, what you going to do? If you, go into, Cobra? <laughs> if you go into infantry, you might as well just make it a career. <laughs> you just might as well stay in as long as you can and get them checks. So when it's all over, you good. Yeah, like you ain't gonna do infantry come out and like, yeah, I'm gonna work at Valvoline now. <laughs> like, ain't how it works. Oh. <laughs> That's like me, because that like me going to pharmacy school for like the four year I go, what's gonna be a pharmacist? Like, nah, I'm gonna be a chef. <laughs> That's not the same skill set. Like, I I might, if I'm doing it, I'm starting from scratch. And I just wasted four years a whole bunch of money. So they had to talk. You're gonna join the military. Guards and strength talking about they had school dance and then why well, I needed like you know my mom she gonna be working late like you know let me say you ready to skin this cat something <laughs> yes yeah, so scratch this cat scratch this cat you know, I don't know it, she seemed like she had to push him like what's the phrase it's like, get it like oh, how many times how many times have you saw that movie where the girl pretty much had to be the aggressor it's very rare especially in black movies. Like, come on, baby, let me get some. Get a little taste. Yeah, it was. She like put right. Why put it on? I'm ready for it. She like, so they go in there. They making out all clumsy. And I like this love scene because it's awkward. And then during the clumsy, it's like you know, it's real. He there with the bra stuff with paper. And he don't know how to take the bra off, and it's like he's hitting the wrong hole, like they ain't it up higher, up lower, and then getting in there, then enjoying more. And meanwhile, the lot of like, shut up, because <laughs> man, because it ain't me. She's not trying to hear this shit. It don't last long. He can't, it's like you know, last about as long as the theme song power. You stupid. <laughs> Uh, keep in mind, it's probably his first time. It's probably her first time. So you know, get your little eight, six to fifteen pumps in, and you're done. 
then they tell them about the future, like, yeah, I'm going to write you. I'm going to do this and that and everything. And then they go, hey, do it again. Mama come home early. So the Lila's stalling. They jumping. They hide out of windows and trash cans and all that. Ooh, I'm glad I never had to do nothing that damn dumb. Um, like Spider-Man. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> knock it. Don't knock it, sir. Things happen. Yeah, that means you was too damn young to be doing it. You got to hide and sleep like this Metal Gear Solid. Oh, boy, was that an experience. Your heart's racing when shit like that happens. Oh, shit, it's got this good loving. Now the genome soldier's after me. Nah, you know that. I got to sneak out. But, you know, he sneak out the house is fine. Well, I got to, you know, support the start. I was like, I had to hide, hide in a closet and under a bed. Like, Jason, I ain't trying to deal with Jason Voorhees for a piece of ass. Like, wait till you at least got oh, your own room where you're like, I got time and I can chill. I was literally a hot. I'm going to knock it. I had to hide under a Jeep. I'm not the right now. Yeah. Things happen, man. It's real out there. I'm sure you. I hear you boot knocker. That was only one time that that happened. It was crazy. But anyway, go ahead. Some of we gonna keep each other. Blah blah blah. Then you see him running. What is he? Get out my yard, nigga. <laughs> he said, "Fuck you." He kept running. <laughs> oh, people. Right. And then it, you know, segues to running in Vietnam. Not only is he in Vietnam, he joined, he's in the Marine Force Recon. He out there sleeping, like, he out there in the trenches behind any lines getting, like, I'm in, I'm in it, in it. Yeah. Um, bold choice. My choice, like, I'm breaking down with him deep in it, breaking down his squad. And it's like, you know, got the white lieutenant that's in there. They this crazy dude from Ohio. He keeps us alive. So cool by me. Cleon. Oh, Keen was out for the first time. Well, he's a crazy dude. His dad, you know, dad was a big time preacher. He lost his, you know, something wrong with him. He out here killing people, calling people gooks. He like calling them gooks and chinks. I swear. It's like, ugh. Yeah. He was not likable. Somebody, y'all get free. Now Jesus loves you. This man, oh, he was batshit insane. He was insane. All the way insane. And they were scared. The, the, the sergeant was scared of him. He didn't even, like, he. <laughs> that's how bad it was. The whole unit was so scared of him. They didn't want to tell him something until that fucking head started to smell. They were just like, bro, get rid of that. You don't know. And then you see, he was he like, there. He, yeah. he felt, you know, he dropped out of school. And so he got drafted. And they asked, like, oh, Joe, my spot would be good. Thought it was going to be easy road. Yeah, I'm going to go off the easy road. He said, cool. I'm out here in the dirt. I always smell like shit. <laughs> Somebody left him off. I don't know if he built for this. He doing the best he can. That's your fault. You know your friend. You know what your friend can do or can't do? Your friend didn't want to be in a damn military. You gassed him up like, oh, it's going to be a blast. You know, you know, I got stroke. I got a medal. You know, and I always looked at that. I was, I, was, I was thinking when I was watching, I was like, 
if that was a homie, I would I'd be like, nah, bro. You don't want to do this because shit, I'm in it and I don't want to be here. <laughs> would you? Would you, like would you like to join the Foot Clan? <laughs> Basically, you're like, no. If I, if you know I ain't good for it, don't ask me to, you know, don't ask me to live that life. This ain't no regular life. Like Skip is there, he didn't want to be in the military. He tried to do whatever he tried to get out. He out there hitting that pipe, more or less, with that heroin. You know, just trying to get through. Some of yeah, I don't know if he's built for this. He just trying to make through a day at a time. You knew he wasn't built for this. You asked him to come there anyway. This is your fault. Are we sh- Are we sure that. he asked him? Did he asked him, or did he say he signed up for the recon? No, he signed up because Anthony convinced him to. Oh, okay. Because he said that. It's like, I'm only here because you told me, you told me to be here. So I'm going to be all right. Saying all right. The bullshit. Yeah, we, the whole vibe and like you know, I don't think about my family because you know the moment you do that, your life is gone. So I focus at the end of time. It's like yeah, that Kobe Bryant shit sound a lot different. Than Kobe Bryant. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> that whole I'm focused on the mission. Family can wait. Uh, oh my goodness. I, well, I tell people all the time. Y'all like talking that sociopathic greatness stuff. Y'all really do not want to be that life. I'm telling y'all, from someone with experience, that life ain't for everybody with good reason. It comes with heavy costs. Costs to get there and costs when you stay there. So I, that's why I can't know if you stay by any means. That's what you got to do what you got to do. We get to 20, all the same 24 hours. And like, basically what they're saying is, you have to be a sociopath to reach the ultimate level of success. And how many people, would you really want to be friends with someone like that? You no. On Twitter? No. Yeah. no. No, no, I'll overcome everything and anything because I ain't weak. I ain't weak like you. We're we not the same. Nah, I don't go to family picnics. I was, I was out here grinding. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that because I see how some people that I used to deal with uh lives are now and that that's not to knock their life that's just to say that yeah that whole i'm gonna do it by any means necessary and i'm gonna focus on this one thing yeah that can that can mess up a lot of relationships so yeah because most of the time people say that they're not successful in doing it because they don't got that energy to do it anyway and the ones who do you know who got you know who got that energy mitch mcconnell mitch mcmahon you want to be like them? Did you want to be friends with this? this Absolutely not. No, I say three hours, pal. Call in front of me, I fire you. I eat steak every that's day. Like, that's like somebody you want to hang with. I eat steak every day. No, bro. No. Leave me alone. Thanks for WrestleMania. You got to win it, pal. Three hours every day. Part of the claim. Make sure I get my weights in. You should don't oh, You sneeze. You don't want it like me. You sneeze. Real men, real men control <laughs> their body like that when we don't sneeze. Like, come on now. Uh, and Anthony's on that whole I got to by any means necessary. For what? The to kill a bunch of brown people halfway across the world for absolutely nothing. So yeah, the whole Vietnam party is just depressing. So they over there, they ain't they ain't happy. Cleon's a madman, just shooting people and enjoying themselves. Shooting dead people. <laughs> they said, "Yeah, real 
big. That's the big. Get on it. Speaking gibberish, like, you know, I'm just trying to get some sex and hit this dope. And, yeah, they, one of the missions they have, they get blown by like bitch. They call in the airstrike. And this is when you first see, like, the movie budget. Because you see the explosions. Oh, yeah. But there ain't a whole bunch of big explosions. It's like, oh, we got, like, four or five. And you don't see a lot of enemy soldiers. You hear them shooting, but you don't see a lot of Vietnamese soldiers. You notice that? You know, now that you're saying that, yeah, you're right. Because I'm thinking about other movies, and you know, you see a lot of them, like on your Full Metal Jackets and all that stuff. This was like, no, you didn't see that many. And if you did see them, they were, see most of them were dead. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see one or two that's alive. Most of the time, you, you see guns, and you see bullets, and Trish around, and you hear them, but you don't see them. You know? So you see a lot of fire in the hole, a lot of this. You see a lot of dudes come back, guts hanging out with a dick in his mouth. Yikes! A lot. They 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 were playing on some different rules over there. With a note saying "Black man go home." This ain't your no way. That comic bullshit. That white dude was not trying to see that. Like, nah, you can't be reading this. <laughs> Yo, I just peeped that love uh, yesterday when I was watching. I was like. Damn, he got mad about that comic book. It's some truth to it, ain't it? You don't want to. We don't want us to read that. They kind of looked at him like, yeah, motherfucker, we know. We know now. Ain't shit we can do. We here. Black man, this is not your boy. Go home. Get rid of that county shit. <laughs> don't be reading that, soldier. Y'all <laughs> know the damn deal. This ain't my office trying to chill out. Who do you say? Viet Cong, Viet Chong. They ain't nothing to me. Someone ever did nothing to me. Mm-hmm. I'm just minding my business. I got to come all the way across the world to their country to mess with them and somehow there's a problem. That's like, that be something that might be coming over your house and start a fight with you and they say it's your fault. Oh, boy. Lost when a lot. Your house where you live now. It's like if I got on a damn plane from Texas, got to where you were at, Hey, hey, Jeff! Go square up. You like what the world? Sam was like, yeah. Then you know this your fault, right? I ain't want to be over here, but that's how I got to be. You looking at me sideways, right? Uh, yeah. I'm like, man, come on, let's podcast. I got an extra mic. <laughs> you play. <laughs> you want to fight? <laughs> if Temecula was one way. <laughs> So they have one of their last, one, you know, so this is that one of their last missions, dudes, all guts all out. They give him some more things. Like, I get some more, like, nah, another one, like, kill him. And dude's like, yeah. Ask me. Tell me. Tell me. You know I do it for you. And it's like, can you even fall? Like, this man's like, okay, even if you somehow live, your guts hanging out, your dick gone. And you in your 20s. Yeah. yeah How's life supposed to be? I got you, cuz. I would, I would, I would, I, cause just me seeing that, and if I was in that, yo, I would want some, yeah, yo, bro, this ain't for it for me. Take me out. Like, this is, this is not, no. Hit me with that good shit one more time. Like, now, I can try and live the rest of my life like like that's like my life is that. I don't want to go home like this. 
I do not want to go home like this. Just, yeah, I'd rather go out. Just give me some more morphine. Because at first I was just like, ugh. But. That, that lucky charm. Yeah, what do need more? Because they chopped my head off. Like, yeah, bring his luck. No, we ain't got no scratches. You know, scratches. We got the head. Like, you bury the head, staff sergeant. I'll take you back and court martial you. For insubordination. Insubordination. Like, come on, bury that head. They're like, come on, Cleon. They're like, shit. Like, cut that shit out. Cleon is there. Like, whatever. My magic head saves the day. Like, what is this? Legend of Zelda? <laughs> just got like he just, how long they had a damn head that they just rotted like that they just we, something now they were scared of him I guess eventually it was just like man fuck if he gonna kill me he gonna kill me man get that head up out of here they could have just jumped him if anything I don't know why they were so scared of him yeah so I mean cause he's insane yeah he was insane but with that insaneness comes with well, they start gravitating towards him because you saw how it kind of ended before they went to Vietnam. They all taking pictures and like, oh, no, they, they became a real like family uh, a unit, you know, because they out there and that's the only people they see all the time. So I guess they were just like, oh, that's, you know, it's just, oh, that's just clean. That's just him. They just accepted who he was. Mm-hmm. Cleon, just, you know, Cleon being Cleon. <laughs> imagine, imagine you hanging out with a madman. Oh, that's just, that's just uh, Roger being Roger. Come on, Roger. Let's go. <laughs> you know, yeah, sometimes you know, sometimes he just be skinny ghost and shit. You know, paying no mind. He has medicine. <laughs> so, come to find out that Jose's in the army. He hurt his hand, so he went home early. And then the rest of them taking pictures. They ready to go. War over for them. Cause like, get all this shit. Like they, it's fun. Like they have all these battles and stuff like that. They're over in there for like 20, 25 minutes. And it's like they didn't accomplish anything. Nope. Because if I'm not mistaken, uh, Anthony stayed a couple of more years. I think he was the last one to get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, Cleon was, was going to leave. Skip was like, Skip trying to leave as soon as he can. He like, nah, I got to do my second. Yeah, he said I did two tours. Two tours. Vietnam. That's what we need to talk about. Is Anthony has a problem. See, I, mm. you not doing two tours active duty in Vietnam or something ain't like what you doing that for? I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe when he found he was just freaked out of coming home. That's the only thing I can think of. You, you ain't gotta go home. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Talk about you know the Bronx there waiting for us. Go to go to Trenton. Shit. Go to go to Atlanta. I don't know. Maybe he maybe his mind made him think. That he was actually he he felt like he was doing good, irregardless of all the stuff that was happening around him. This is what he felt like he was good at. He got into that mindset. Well, it's something that's off that Anthony. Like he has the intelligence where he should have took a different path. He doesn't take that path, and he keeps trying to just like everybody of course we kind. Yeah, we have to sneak up to somebody. Do something like nigga for what? Why do you have to have that mindset? I, I do not know to this day. I, because I, if you even sometimes, uh, really smart people have that where they're super smart. You know, the super smart person in school, but it's like I ain't doing no homework. I ain't doing no classwork. But can every but can answer every question, 
and could pass any test if they really wanted to. They just don't have the drive to do it, but they have drives. Like I had this dude in their class, he would just draw. He would draw every day. He wouldn't do no homework. It, but he, if you asked him a question, he would know the answer. But he refused to do homework and classwork. And we was just like, what the, what's wrong with you? I just don't want to do it. He just drew the whole fucking time. It was just weird. Maybe he was crazy too. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so anyway, they get, he gets after he get back, he out here looking suited and booted. He sees, you know, go to old spots. He skip, skip out in the middle of the world. Like, yeah. At first, he first starts talking. He's like, you know, hey, what's up, stand up soldier? Skip just zooted. High sleep after looking like, damn. Then yeah, Cowboy pull up. And then, oh, all over where he always like that, man. Oh, is that you, young blood? <laughs> is that you? What's yeah, going on, man? He's chicken wings. Like, no, man. Damn, look at you. Probably, oh, God. She's a hero, got some bars and shit. Probably get all the pussy. Give him like a week or two. Yeah. You know, you know, right, what, I, saying, you know what I appreciate about this scene? Anthony looked at him like, nah, fuck you, because you took that knife to my face. Like, he looked at him like, I ain't forget. So, the attention's still there. Like he forgot. Uh-huh. So, that happens. Goes into the bar. You know, sees Jose there with his plastic hand. Damn, everybody's broken the world. Oh, what's going on? I'm, you know, jittered all that and everything. Oh, before we... Get back to Kirby. We got to talk more about Skip. You need money? Nah, man. I'm all right. Little fat cat. Got the student check. Got retirement check. Got 50 cent, 50% medical. All right, just go to the mailbox, man. Like 50% medical, how you get that? And then you know the Skip whole vibe came. At first, he's like, nah, I'm chilling. Everything cool. He's like, man, something. I don't know what happened. Something in my blood cells got all fucked up. Can't hey. sleep at night. It ain't, ain't the hair. Ain't never the hair. Hair ain't never just to me. It's like his whole vibe. Like it just went from I'm getting over to the man chilling till my life is through with a blink of the eye too. Like that that trans that transformation and conversation is so jarring. Yeah, because uh, I think uh, I I initially uh, a couple of years ago. I never, uh, my dad went to Vietnam, but we never really talked about it. I never really asked questions about it because I was always, I don't know, I just felt weird about hearing about it. But anyway, we got in a conversation and I was just like, yeah, did, um, I asked him, said, did you get anything over there? Anything like that? He said, no, nah, I got tested um, a couple of years back. And I think he, I don't know if you got to keep doing tests or something or whatever, but he said he never called anything. But he has, uh, I never knew this and I didn't notice I was a damn man. This motherfucker had a uh, fucking night terrors. I was like, "How did I not know about that?" He was like, "No, you mom, we ain't talking." You know, you know. I was just like, "Oh, okay." You know, <laughs> you know. I know he wouldn't. He he said he didn't have him where he would wake and scream, but he would just get up. And I always wonder why he would be up so early. I thought it was just that army. Oh, I'm up early in the morning before everybody else. He's. I just can't sleep. Now, as he got older, oh now yeah, he can sleep now. But when I was a kid, I always used to wonder like. Fuck you doing up early in the morning, but I ain't never say nothing. It was all you know. It was what it was. But yeah, that talking to talking to somebody who's been to Vietnam about that is just it's uncomfortable, and you just never know. But I, you know, I was glad I did ask him about that because I, I kept on hearing about the Agent Orange and all that stuff, and I was just like, "Bro, you did you get someone you was other there?" And saying, "You know, 
that's how the conversation happened. But yeah, whatever. That was just a little sidetrack. Yeah, I wonder how many people got affected by that. Because a lot of things, like a lot of times, they don't we don't talk about what they went through. Because like one, it's hard to describe it in words and it involves feelings. And then two, it's like you didn't go through it. Yeah, this so it's not gonna it's not gonna hit you the same. I can't I can't relate to it as a kid, and he can't say but so much, you know. Yeah, this is weird. I know he did say something happened, something by his ears because of the bombs. He can hear, but something had happened for a while where it was like some he said sometimes, you know, it'll just sound like water in his ear or something like that. It was something happened over there. But he I know he I think he get a check for it or something now. Cause they found it like maybe a couple of years ago, you know, it started happening. Well, that's good. So cause you know that because anything <laughs> anything wrong with him, he could just say Oh, I think this happened in Vietnam. And he could just go to wherever they got to go and he can get a check. It's insane, but hey. My damn, my damn pinky toe. Shit. <laughs> that Vietcong gout. Give me a check. Hey, get, get what you can get. Kirby so, yeah. ain't get what he gets. So they can come back home. You see that right there. And it's that old, that black dude. I've seen him in that Snoop Dogg movie. Was it Boston Up? Where he playing a pimp? And it's the guy from the five heartbeats is like his mentor. You ever see that? Five heartbeats. Oh, the dude was dancing? The old dude that was dancing? No, like the dude that's in, the dude that's in speed. That's driving the bus. Okay. I know who you're talking about with the mustache. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Like, so anyway, like, like black skin do like the main villain of that movie. So I, like, okay, I recognize, I forgot his name, I recognize him. Like, hey, what's up, young blood? Looking all good and everything like that. That's when he running Jose. Jose show like I heard my hand in the war, blah, blah, blah. Kirby back there. They see Kirby out there. Like, is that you, young blood? They hugging like that's my, my son came back. Yeah, that man was proud. Mm-hmm. What's going on? How you think going? How life going? Like, can I work for you? Nah, I ain't got like that no more. No, I don't really know. Like, oh, what number thing, hey? Greedy ass cops made it too damn hard. And I said, I'd rather straight toilet water put them motherfuckers sunk to college again. Fuck them. <laughs> Kirby's like, nah, I'm, I'm out. Tired. It's like, you know, it just, sometimes the cost of business becomes too much. It's like, it ain't worth it. So that happened, and then it's kind of like, you know, the place never made any money like that. So I'm just trying to hustle, try to get anywhere I can one day at a time. And it's like, you know who that sounds like? Man, the Superfly scattered. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's like, you think Kirby got money like that? Kirby running numbers? You think he's living all good, got his own place in the damn 70s? And then it's like, ah, he ain't going like that. One day at a time, just try to make it. So all everybody trying to do, trying to make it through one day at a time. So then he go home. And he eating food like he ain't eating twenty years. That boy said he ain't had no home cooked food in a minute. Mm-hmm. They look at him like, "Damn, son, use your fork. <laughs> Slow down. Nobody <laughs> gonna take nothing from you." Like, you want some more cornbread, baby? Oh, yeah. You want to talk about? Nah, I want to talk about what I went through. Damn it. You can't even look me like, in the eye. He almost 
I say his mama, but he knows his brother. Dad, like, let the man, you know, let him be. I understand. Mom worried, like, you know, he ain't talked to us. He didn't send no letters and like that. I'm just worried about my baby. And she was like, you can't even look. You look your mama in the eye. I'm all right, mama. Me, me mama. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking in the eye. <laughs> you know those people coming back with all those type of diseases and all heroin? I'm just making sure he's okay. I, I don't know heroin, mama. <laughs> I got no diseases for nothing, mama. Oh, boy. Those, night, those nightmares. So he make all these stops. Who's the last stop he makes? Before he get the Juanita. Oh yeah, yeah. Pick up the store, Delilah. And she like, oh, she grew up, huh? My goodness. Like, like um, just got out of Sin City. <laughs> no, Sin City was a little creepier, but we'll get there one day. <laughs> oh, oh, only because what? Who's, what? Only because this was like what? Forty. Sixty. In the movie, like what? Forty something years older. <sighs> Yeah, we'll get there one day. But uh, yeah, <laughs> she came to the door. She didn't even recognize him at first. She was like, "Oh," and she got you gonna come on in. He acting all shy. And explain to me that kiss. Was it just I? I got to do this because I always wanted to do it. Yeah, well, he ain't gonna say no. Like, oh, well, oh, I ain't gonna say no either. What's <laughs> the revolution? Oh, thank you. <laughs> do we do we do this when we greet each other all the time, or? <laughs> where do I need, yeah, where do I need that? Mm, mm, mm. He picked the wrong sister. Oh, oh go ahead. I, I keep stressing that. Yeah, so it's like over here, then the sister come home with the baby. Oh, you finally here? I got a baby, and they hear it kind of talking. It's like you know what you here for? Like you really want to have a relationship with me? Obviously, like you ain't right, you ain't saying nothing. It's like, well, I'm here now. I'm gonna be a man, take care of a child. I'll make it work. Well, I don't know how that whole be a man thing ain't gonna do nothing. We ain't gonna bring no money in here. Like, we're your child. And she kind of like agitated because, like, oh, we had our baby. You basically ignored me and the baby. Now you're coming back like things all good. Like, oh, yeah, you had my. You the mother of my child. I see my child. You know what? Like, oh, where, was you, where was you at before? Yeah, and I think what happened is initially when he came back, it was all good. She was happy, genuinely happy to see him because you could tell by the hug and the kiss and whatever and stuff like that. But I think that that resentment always stayed there, that you left and this has been my life. And I, I maybe had to resort to things that I normally wouldn't have only if you had wrote back. Only if you had communicated with me, things would have been a little different. But even though you're here now, I'm happy, but I still feel that resentment towards you. Because now you're here and we are, we are all struggling, me, you, and the baby. It's just not me and the baby no more. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead. I got to take care of the baby now so we get a job cutting meat. Oh, your name Anthony? Sheridan? Your brother Tony? <laughs> <laughs> wrong color, right? You know, like you seem you afraid of blood? Like, nah, I'm blood my whole life. You no, know, I cut meat before. No, I can learn. All right, put on that apron. Easy. Like, my job cutting meat. I wish I got a job that easy. I mean, shoot, it's like you get in where you fit it. That whole thing is like you fought, you won medals and silver star, and I'm a war hero. You know, nothing. Putting out your resume don't mean squat. Oh, you got the 
got the Purple Heart. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Can you can you add subtract and push buttons? Ooh, that gotta be a tough fellow. Anyway, he got a job. You know, he's taking care. You know, he's doing his best to take care of the family, anything like that. But Juanita, you feel something a little more. Who was she messing with? Oh, Cuddy. <laughs> Cuddy. Cuddy come in. Molly Pop. I'm like, my man, Clifton Powell. Everybody, I though. Like, I didn't call him Clifton Powell. I just called him Cuddy for like a good 10, 15 years. That's all I knew him from. Cuddy, and now he's Pinky. And, <laughs> and it's just funny now watching Black Dynamite, him as a preacher. I was like, I remember you, like, because he in there, he looking like Big Daddy Kane. You know, you know where it's funny too. In the two thousand, he was Mister. If you saw any black person that was in a, a straight to DVD movie, it was Clifton Powell. He was the man. Cause you'd be like Clifton Powell. God damn, I see you just pick up a cover, straight to DVD movie. If it's black, he own it. And he's been working since the longest. Like keep in mind, their presidents was the first thing I remember seeing him in. But he was in house party. Shireen brother, he in three ninjas. He in Men's Society. Oh, so you pull up that, the IMDb. Oh my goodness, five. he was the one that said, "Come uh, fix me some of that Dick Gregory." No, 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 no. He was the one who came in the kitchen when they were making the Kool Aid. All right, not the I little brother, but the house party. So I remember him being house party. But all I'm saying is, you pull up his IMDb. That shit's long. Yeah, he works. Movies and TV. That that list is a long ass list. Even that man been getting checks. Oh, yeah. and I and I wonder how many people knew. Like the funny thing was, I don't know when he became Clifton Powell, but like one day he stopped being Cuddy. But for the longest, I was like, oh, that's Cuddy from Dead President. Mm. And I and it's funny, like, I forgot that was Pinky. So I saw like Nick Friday. I'm like, wait a second. He looks familiar. I know I've seen this. Because it's like the Jerry Curl. <laughs> it's throwing me off. But anyway, in there, like, what's up, So, you know, going here, like, hey, Cuddy, it's my friend, you know. Hey, I got you a little something, a little throw some money, handing like a couple hundred dollars. And me here, like, who the fuck is this? She still ain't introduced me either. They still have that conversation. You be spoiling. I told you, cause he can't be spoiling like that. You know, I can't help it. Somebody got to. Ooh. <laughs> and Lorenz Tate, few people play pissed off, exasperated black man like Lorenz. Like you, were, like he just so angry and emasculated. Like I'm sitting here at the passenger side of my wife's ride. And just he just like I was a war hero. Who this pimp ass nigga just coming here? Just roll up quick, suck on this lollipop. He L Cool J. Going on, and it's like, oh, it's my, it's my man Amber. He just drove off like this bust ass dude. Like, oh, like who this? Don't worry, it's a friend, Cuddy. What's your friend is giving you money like that? Like some friend, like all about this. You know the deal. The man who looked like that. That's just, oh, 
got some pimp around my door. He ain't a pimp. What's his job then, Juanita? He just helped me out here and this. Somebody had to. I had to take care of my door. Like, Juanita, like, I got, I'm a single mother until you came back. These girls ain't gonna, like, being a nurse's aide can only pay so much. And I think that's when the realization of him realizing this, you know, the, the after effects of you not communicating. This is what happens. And he kind of realized in there, so that's why he was like, oh, come in, you know. <laughs> he knew, he like, oh, yeah. yeah. So they get back together, they making it work. She get pregnant again. And then they're out playing pool. And he ain't wearing the military, he ain't wearing the, you know, military outfit no more. I'm just regular old Anthony. They playing pool cowboy and they're like, yeah. You know, I'm, yeah, oh, yeah, you know. See, I'm my need anything like that, taking care of your girl. Yeah. She a fine piece of ass, you know that, right? No, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to compliment you, nigga. Shit. <laughs> Ooh, hey, nothing worse than somebody get backhand for coming. I remember I always start dating my wife and using pharmacy school. It's like, oh, you think you're such and such? Yeah. You know, she got a fat ass. And my friends are, and us looking at it like, what? You gotta get, you gotta get these hands. Well, like, chill. Like, yes, I, I'm like, I'm aware. Why you? Why you tell? Why are you talking to me like that? Yeah, we got to square up. That's just all too. We just got to fight. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how I would handle Man, that. I don't know if it's like a slip of the tongue. He ain't mean it that way. He trying to be funny and everything like that. And I'm like, I just had this look like, you lucky you're cool. Yeah. Like you lucky you on. You lucky you on class ground. And I know. You didn't like you know you being low tone that you didn't mean it that way, but it was like yeah, don't say that. So anyway, like yeah, I'm just trying to compliment a nigga, man. You know, I'm just saying, you know, my man Cuddy, boss man work for, baddest man side to keep going. He used to tap that, you know, but he was gone playing soldier boy. What you think about that? Anthony's had it. Anthony didn't like Cowboys. Nope. He remember what happened last time. He already felt a certain way about the whole Juanita situation. And now you hear about Cuddy like, oh, you know, you, you know, you hit that right. Hey, like that. It's like, you can only push a man so much but they push back. He pushed back. He's like, what you did? Hit him with the pool cue. And he beating his ass. And the funny thing, Kirby's like, nah, nah. Yeah, he need, he need this. <laughs> he been asking for this. He beat the shit out of that pool cue. The point, like he don't kill them. Then Kirby got to step in, like cool. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Damn it! Like don't kill him in my place. And Cowboy just gets the break beat off him. That's the last of Cowboy and we saw. And it's funny, like it's something about it's always dope when Terrence Howard get his ass beat. It's because his character is always trash. Like Cowboy was a trash character, so yeah, he deserved to get his ass beat. And he plays it so convincingly. So that goes on. He gets that out of his system. Then he gets laid off. Oh, Anthony, I got to talk to you. I got to cut. Sorry, we ain't going to cut itself. I got time for the chat. Closing out the shop. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you before. I thought things were going to pick up. Sorry. He's like, man, but damn, I only got to check. He's like, getting some meat now. I can't take it. He's like, what going to do with it? Take it. Like, I'm all throwing away. Like, you better take this damn good beat. It got fired. Nah, I can't go out like that. 
right. Yeah, you got some more? <laughs> yeah, I, I, make, I make some stew, put the rest in the freezer. So now, he with Juanita. Juanita already got a child. Pregnant with another one. Soon she won't be able to work. And then, now he don't got a job. He coming home with his groceries and everything like that. And who there? Caddy. Stop young blood. I'll see y'all there bringing groceries. Now I remember I was married. She bring groceries home. That's when the world me feel like a man. Anthony trying to hear it. Like, yeah, well, like, whatever what you here for. I'm the same, you know. Take care of what I need it while I use the way and like that, you know, help out a little hair there, the daughter, be the friend of the family. But don't worry about that. Because you here now. I'm out. And the funny thing is, he's being smart mouth, but he kind of getting him out. Like, you know, still saying, I'm just letting you know I was here. But you know, men pride, like, nah, she don't need no help. I got this. No, you don't. Yeah. Um... You, know, you, you know, you don't got this. But he can't say, I don't got this. I appreciate you helping out my girl. Good looking out. It's oh shit. You, it's like you said. He, he's kind of giving him out. Like he's like, yeah, okay, I'm out. You know, whatever. But he's being an asshole about it. Cause like all you got to do is say, you know what, young blood, I just came to come over here to say, you know, see if she needed something. She told me no. I'm out now, man. You know, you got it. I was taken right. care. Look at it from Cuddy's point of view. And I'm this big bad marine. I can't take care of my family. I'm trying to have my chest all out. Nah, I don't need the money. Obviously, she's lying. Yeah. Because if I needed need the money, she wouldn't be messing with me taking the money. Yeah, and I just hate. So, I hate that they left that open. Like we didn't really know if she was, you know, still having, you know, fucking them or whatever. Because I wish. But it, you know, she was. You know, she did before. Yeah, we knew I'm that. Like, you know, come on, ladies. Like, all right, young blood, I don't want to get in trouble because he talked that shit. Like, you know, I don't need no help. Get the fuck away from my family. Like, all right, young blood, whatever you say. Hit him with a side piece. Bow. <laughs> how you Marines, how the Marines get peripheral jacked up? Look, man, man snuck him. Yeah, it's supposed to. I, I, always, I always say that when I see the way. I'm like, uh, I want to give him a chance. Like, he should have saw that coming, but maybe he just didn't expect it. But that. You can't be talking all that trash to a man that people tell you is dangerous. But that's true, too. And not treating like he did. Like, you, he treated Cuddy like Cuddy a clown. Oh, he is out here simping. Yeah, and I think that was the that, that was the marine in him. That was that military. Like, nah, you know, I he he probably could take him in a fair one. But Cuddy ain't playing fair. He gonna shoot How you. How do you know he can take him in a fair one? Well, maybe that was. He, he ain't got no M sixteen no more. <laughs> I don't think he's doing push ups no more. He got PTSD. <laughs> so he so he fought on the stuff like Benny Blanco. <laughs> you stupid! <laughs> you say like Billy Bob. Now Santa Claus, talking all that shit. Yeah, here I try to be. I try to be a friend, motherfucker. Cut y'all in. So what? Yeah, she loves you. She sucks you, fuck you. Probably, you know, probably do it better than she did before. Ain't that right? Who you think part of that? Oh, God, that got hurt. Cause it's like, yeah, that's something like. You know, when I, I left before, while I needed, like, you know, um, this ain't it. Put it in here. Right, I'm ready. Now, I need to put it on them. It's like, where'd she get her reps in from? 
That's a that's a question men don't like ask don't like asking because men ego can't handle that. Like they don't want to, you know. Oh, you having sex with somebody else? You got somebody I love take on you while I'm serving my country? Like, yeah, hey, don't stop. Like, she got a life. Just like you. But again, you know, again, this is where I put both of the blame on them. They were young, but it was, don't wait for me. No, I'm going to wait for you. Don't wait for me. <laughs> I'm going to wait, you know. So both of them thinking, oh, well, she, she, he's thinking, oh, she waited for me. That's what he, the, he clearly was always thinking that. And then she was like, well, he told me not to wait for him. So when the real world happened, when those real things start happening with life and things going on, they both realized that they both did the opposite of what each other was saying. So, yeah, now we're here. Uh-huh. Yeah, look at you. You know, I hear how I feel now, Santa Claus. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, go ahead. Suck it. Let me see. Let me see. Go Suck ahead. It, hey, hey, I appreciate the gangs. He just said, just go ahead and shoot me. Because he won't scared. This motherfucker, no, you won't go. He wasn't scared of him. That's one thing I can say, because he knew. He's seen far worse. So it's just like, if you're going to no, shoot me, shoot me. Because he had the point, like, I was shooting. No, he had the point where it's like, I don't give a, I don't give a damn. Like, I'm at the lowest I'm going to be. I ain't got no job. I'm out here. I can't feed my woman, my kids. And now this pimp out here got to drop on me. It was like, it can't get any lower than that. So whatever. But I was also, too, that he wasn't scared of him. I think that was played a part in it, too, because he never was frightened by him. He just, you know, just looked at him all the time, like dirty looks, like. Yeah, you were smacking my uh, my lady's cheeks, won't you? Mm-hmm. He's looking at me. He's like, "Look, this personal motherfucker. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna kill you over a woman, but you don't you ever, ever bite the hand that feeds you, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> Only you laughing just, some shit like that. Jesus, stop that. He just told that shit like, "Yeah, I'm gonna let you live. You better act right, too." <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out, yeah. Oh, I'm like, nah, God. I'm like, nah, you gotta shoot me. He's like, see you later, Santa Claus. And that's last you see of Cuddy. It's like, Cuddy just came in there, dumped on him twice, then bragged about it and left. I'm like, nah, I'm out. Because he could have killed Amber he, if he wanted to. He absolutely did. matter. He absolutely did the Vince Carter dunk in the uh, U.S. Olympics. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then went on sports and I talked about it. <laughs> Somebody put a gun in your face about suck it. <laughs> suck it. So anyway, he he in there getting sold up. Going on like, oh, what happened? Don't worry, we're gonna make it work. You know, like how? How are we gonna make it work, Anthony? You know, you ain't in the military anymore, ain't you gonna get no free and no free meals no more. I ain't I fuck everything I fucking got. Ain't nothing free woman fucking me like that. You know, I cut you around here anyway. Just to fuck him. Yeah, like, is that what you wanna hear? Yes. I was fucking them. You happy now? You know, something wrong. You got your little, you know, you can't get no job. Won't fuck me. And anytime you won't touch me, anytime you touch me, get a little punk ass nightmares. Ooh, that's the wrong thing to say. Absolute wrong thing to say. <sighs> he goes off. You don't know, like, he's like a switch for the, you don't know what I went through, woman, he's not here, you know, I'll fucking kill you, Juanita. And then they get in fights, and like, don't run up on me like that, you know, the whole thing, is like, don't run up on me like that, like, 
those would be a conch again. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a tough scene because you can when he first let her go and then she comes back, you can see it's more like that's just his instant reaction, just you know from you know PTSD whatever it may be. That was his just reaction. He wasn't right, but that's you know that's what he did. And then she was like, "Oh no, please don't leave because." Oh, I fucked up. Maybe I shouldn't have said that I was fucking him. And now, you know what I'm saying? Her regret. And he just like, he, he's gone. So her touching her just made it worse. And he just, the second choke was, he picked her up. Like, Jesus. Why she run up on me like that one day? I swear to God, I fucking kill you, girl. <laughs> yeah, that was, it's acting and it's acting. That was some motherfucking acting right there. That relationship was done with. So I don't know if the scene happened before or after. So they it was one scene they riding the car. It was him, Kirby, and Jose. Because he wanted Jose got a job at the post office. You break it down like, oh, you know, they go in there, they load it up once a month, take the cash up and stuff, they burn it. That'd be a couple million dollars. I see it all the time. You think we can do it? And it's like, you know, like four armed guards. Two in the front, two in the back. You know, it's like, yeah, maybe. At first, Anthony's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, he don't think they can pull it off. He's kind of, like, hesitant. And he's, like, kind of, like, maybe. Like, it's, like it might be an option. Because Kirby's like, you know, something to think about, but if you don't, no hard feelings. But he already know. No money tight out there. You got to make money somehow. Jose busy playing with the light like he pyro. It's not playing with the goddamn lighter. <laughs> no, you know, I go burn out your car. Not yet. Did it seem like he got goofy after he came back? Or he been through some shit? He probably went through some shit in the war, too. Oh, yeah. Because he wasn't like this whole, okay, I lost my hand and now I love fire. Like, you know, you saw Tropic Thunder. Yeah. So, so we got the plan about you know that that colonel like if we going route how we going to do it. So then he out there in the streets, Captain Ghost, you know, what's this group? They not the Black Panther. What's the um? What group is Delala in? So, Nat Turner Cartridge. So they are militant group, you know. She in there, you know, they talking like, yeah, the American dream is not for us. <laughs> it's not for the HPV mutants and the Malcolm X's and the et cetera, and et cetera. You know, they talk, they had nothing, the wrong letters. <laughs> no, we must stand together at night and free ourselves from these shackles that the man has placed upon us because we will be black kings and queens. I'm like, oh, I forgot how much of a damn hotel she is. <laughs> Uh, you stupid. <laughs> you know, she felt, because remember, she like, like Anthony, but she was giving Anthony some look. Oh, came back home. Thought she going to join the communists. You smart, that's what she going to do. Hey, my fault, you brainwashed my brother. He like, look, son, I just got home. I just chill, get some uh, pork sandwich or now in there, talking about why don't you join sloppy the military joins? Like, nah, I ain't got the mindset for it. You know, I can't. I ain't got, you know, 
this ain't for me. I don't know who I am, but I know this ain't it. And he's like, it's like they were trying to recruit each other. I was like, no. Giant of guns. Yeah. 45, M16, 9mm, AK-47. Certified in all four. It's like, okay, so she got, she do crunches. She's a shooter. She read books. And she not shoot a gun. I bet you she ain't no pork on her, ain't no pork on her pork. Absolutely not. <laughs> he picked the wrong sister. I'm stressing that again. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It ain't like she gonna select him. Like she, she might have loved and had a crush for him, but it ain't like he had the mindset. You think he really could hope handle Delilah? Oh no, no, he couldn't handle. No, he couldn't. I mean, he. No, he wasn't good with women. <laughs> After what he'd been through, it would have been maybe even worse with them, too. They probably would have both just shot each other. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, all right. So, they got the plan. They're breaking down, they breaking down the plan. It's like, all right. So, we're going to need a four-man team. They break down the plan. Somebody, like, you know, we're going to rob this. Basically, we're going to rob this truck that takes all this money. At various places before, like it's the last stop before the money got circulation, they burn it. So the plan is we're gonna have one person in a dumpster, one at each side of the um, loading area, and then one a getaway car, one lookout man. Hit them right here, blow the you know, explode the um, truck door, take the money about. And they look and the team they got, we got Kirby, Delilah, Jose. And skip. <laughs> this is not the eighteen at all. Um, no, this is a clusterfuck. It's already a clusterfuck. I, I did it sounds good in certain theory. Like Kirby is like, I got the money in the gun, and Anthony is like, you know, Skip serving the war, Jose serving the war, Delilah seemed to be trained. I'm like maybe four or five years. Like this is this is something where they could have pulled it off like four years ago. Yeah, but I, I think that, like you said, it was a good idea. But how well does Anthony know Jose now? You get what I'm saying? Oh, we were cool in high school, but it's been eight years now, and you different. You ain't got no. Yeah. You got a plastic. Yeah, yeah, it's different like if Tampa Bay signed Tom Brady three years ago, Tom Brady signed him, Tampa Bay signed him now. So yeah. Then we got Tom Brady. Exactly. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Damn, Tom can't tie shoot no more. Don't worry, I got it. And Skip was, Skip was just like, it was, oh, that's the homie. But again, Skip didn't need the money. The way the movie was structured. He's, I'm like, why is he was getting three checks. I don't know if it was because it was the homie. I, that's the only thing it had to be. Oh, that's the homie. I'm gonna help him out. He's like, all I do for the post And even so, even if he get a lot of money, Jeff got to feel like you know I'm here for it. Uh, a good time, not a long time. <laughs> the way the way he carrying himself and talking, he hitting that dope is like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like. I ain't gonna. I'm my, not gonna hit Kirby. Yeah, my. My checkout time coming. <laughs> it's just only a matter of time. So, yeah. So it's like they decided to meet another man. It's like, you know, 
Mark. I think so too. Damn, we're gonna have everybody put the money like we go put an ad out. Shit. And the only reason they, they had no enough money, they had no money left. And the only reason they needed another man is because they didn't trust Skip. They didn't want to trust a heroin addict. No. And it was like, you know, you need a two lookout man because it's multiple streets. Because keep in mind, so you want Skip to look both side streets and the front street, that is a lot. Okay. uh, If that was the case, they didn't play off well in the filming because you see, they were just too damn close to each other. I'm like, that shit just looks like something's up. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah it, like I said the plan sounded good in theory and execution it was horrible and they was like oh you know when I get somebody from the from my window I don't trust no revolution motherfucker <laughs> I really don't I, don't, I really ain't fixing trust the broad around here neither <laughs> they, they was like I don't know like you take your fine ass yo I was like he know he don't know her when I text you that, I couldn't stop laughing because I didn't. I didn't remember that line. It was just so funny the way he delivered it. <laughs> I really don't trust you. <laughs> I, I, I ain't I don't trust your whole no, tough like ass. This. He know Anthony. He know Jose and Skip. He don't know who this woman is. Yeah. And it's like that black militant vibe comes well with your black militant. I have family that's kind of like kind of. Umar, it sounds like Umar Johnson. Somebody coming to you just talking some nonsense. And I don't know what's worse. The scammers or the ones that's really down like, yeah, I'm ready to put some napalm in the water. Burn all these crackers. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Chill out. Oh, Magneto. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's like, we got to get one more man. They're trying to figure out who to get. Who are they going to get? Leon. But this ain't the same because this ain't the same Cleon you saw in uh, the beginning of the movie. He grew his hairline halfway back. He got these bottle glasses. He turned him out burning. Yeah, he is yeah. sweating. I was a sinner. I laid with women. I lied. I created many affronts and atrocities. But the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ saved me and brought me back. And he can bring you back too. Yeah, here looking all humble and meek with them black. I think it's a glass of hairline. Like, I don't trust black men with jacked up hairline. Stop saying hairline. That fucking wig. <laughs> that wig was horrible. <laughs> I'm just saying. And you know when I first started noticing it? The power range. Oh, boy. Leave a man alone. That that, that boomerang shit, and he cooling every time I do kung fu. He out here popping lock for you <laughs> and I wasn't old enough. I wasn't old enough to see that scam. I'm like, the Power Rangers really out here. They they really call the Black and Yellow Ranger. Yeah, that was some that was some fucked up shit. And you know they only did that the first time when they when they got new ones. They oh, we got to fix it up. Yeah, we got to cut this out because uh, motherfuckers starting catching on. Yellow Ranger, Yellow Ranger, Mexican. You gonna call it a spigot? Oh boy. Uh, 
but yeah, black, black, because it's kind of like, your roommate, if she loves you, ain't letting you leave the house looking like that. <laughs> and that's not, you think I'm about to pick an RG3? Well, yeah. The sister had him leave the house, and he's out there bright, like, yeah. I don't need no damn brush. <laughs> You ain't got the right people around you. And I know they got a joke on him in the locker room. I know they had to have a joke in the locker room. Like, I'm glad he finally fixed that. But I'm like, how you know? And he actually from here, from where I live at. Oh, where? Mm-hmm. I know. Where I live at now. He's from the area. But I'm like, how do you play ball in Texas? You play in D.C. You play in Baltimore. And you ain't had nobody... He didn't have he didn't have enough black friends. That's the only thing I think of because they would have joked you out of that shit eventually. They would have to shame me in a haircut. But anyway, so Cleon they looking like, oh, I don't know about this, Anthony. You know, I gave up a life of crime and sin, and I don't do that type of thing anymore. <laughs> this change is insane. I'm not saying he couldn't have changed. I'm that's not what I'm saying. But the level that he was at in Vietnam to see this is just like you're playing two different characters. Uh, I'll never be that man again. <laughs> uh, how, how much did you say, though? Exactly. So he's. Yeah, as soon as he found that mouth, he's back in there. So he's a fake uh, preacher. I don't know about Chuck and Tip, you know. Like, yes, you know. A junkie with that poison in his veins. I don't know if we can trust him. He's real judgmental. Like, you know that. And I don't blame him to a certain point because, like, you know, us in the attic, it's like, get you in trouble. But at the same time, he's clean out full of shit, too. Like, he was a madman. Now you out here. No, I don't, I don't sin anymore. Jesus told me not to. Unless you hit my minimum, my <laughs> downside guarantee, I guess Jesus will make, let me work some plan. Oh, boy. <laughs> so they got him in there and yeah um, the plan let's talk about the plan um, yeah let's talk about this plan <laughs> because the plan that they set out was not executed <laughs> at all <laughs> what he said it didn't, it didn't jar with what happened Oh, and, and then can I just kind of like okay, so the lives are there waiting in a dumpster. Yeah, she in the dumpster. Like that must that must be the cleanest damn dumpster in the world. Yeah, cause like, she she like she breathing fine. Mm-hmm. So Jose's on one side, Anthony's on the other side. Right, chilling. And then Kirby just in there in his car. Okay, this is a weekend or during the daytime. Uh. I'm going to believe it was during a week. No, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can't say. I think I'll be early in the morning because there ain't nobody out there. Yeah, so I'm going to say it's early in the morning. I'm going to say it's early in the morning. He out there. He out there. Park. 
right across the street from this armored car. Just oh, oh this car just parked here. He just wait. Like what is he waiting for? He was supposed like, to be. Yeah, but this is my thing about him. he that he's just supposed to be the getaway driver. That's all he's supposed to do. He a little close. So like that car was broken spicy because there's nothing else open. There's no, that's a that's the thing about the scene. There's nothing else around there that would justify him being. But wasn't he sitting kind of low? So they may not have saw him. They may like have went well, past. Why is the car there? I don't know why it's so close. That that the cars every the way the plan was set out you thought it might have been like blocks but it was like everybody was on one block yeah and it's like that's the only car he had parked so it's like oh he just has to you know about to open up his deli like there's no other businesses going on it's just buildings and it's the back of this other building getting the money so that's not the most conspicuous thing there these motherfuckers Cleon and Skip just opposite out of the street just looking at each other, me. <laughs> Listen, after motherfucking Skip punched Cleon, uh, uh, he was hot about that. <laughs> he punched his ass. This was after. Yeah, what I'm just saying, he was still some hard feelings yeah. about that punch. Yeah, but it's like before, yeah, it's after, the, it's after all this happened. Before, and they're standing there, and it's like, you know, looking at each other. Doofuses. Just look stupid. Yeah, and like they just stand there, like you know, okay, y'all both waiting for the bus. <laughs> like y'all just out here just waiting, nothing going on, and then you see I'm alone in the money, and then this cop just show up. It's like, oh shit, what you really waiting for? Waiting? For, oh, you waiting for the such and such? Oh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just waiting for I was the, the bus. Early. Uh, I was here yesterday. <laughs> I, I, I got on it yesterday. It was here. Exact same time. Go ahead, check for it. Don't, don't worry about it. I'm here to help a brother. No, I'm not, no problem, brother. You see the look he gave him, though? Yeah, yeah. Like, he knows something. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I got you. No, he's, he's and, and he's anybody who was in the war or something like that. Anybody who was in the Marine, because I was in the Marine myself. Before that, he was checking. And then he was like, oh, because first he had to, like, mean, but like, don't worry, no problem, brother. But he didn't seem kind of friendly. But he's like, oh, you know, I see you got that patch you do first recon. And I served, too. I don't mind helping out fellow loverhead. And you kind of get the thing like, you know, is he cool or not cool? Because it kind of gets this thing. The first round was like, yeah, hostile. And Skip is like, handle this man. Cleon, like, mm, don't worry. I'm just going to the bus. Okay. So meanwhile, they unloading the money. And with no self whatsoever, they just rolling out. I'm going to jump. Anthony Jose is like, no. This was not, they came out like this God of War. <laughs> this is not those self operating. They just roll out and they see him out through the, um, the side mirrors. It's like, oh, we getting robbed. They getting shot at. They ducking and hiding. Playing already this shit. Already. Anthony about to get shot. And then the scene that you always see in the trailer the Lala busting out. Of the dumpster and just letting off what nine shots, if that she was letting loose. I didn't ever see a reload, so who knows? He's like, (laughs) so he did, and then other guys fighting, they go in hand in hand combat. So he helped, he headbutt him in the face, 
He don't shoot him. He's getting the elbow, hit him with the shotgun. He on the ground. Cop sees that. Oh shit, what's going on? Cleon freeze. Like he James Harden. He froze just like uh old boy did in Vietnam. Like uh Christoph. He probably went to some. He ain't go to no hospital. Yeah, but he he probably got some side doctor. To, hey man, take this bullet out of me. All right. almost like they, they switched characters. Like it almost Chris Tucker was Cleon in Vietnam. Like he like he was down. Like I'm I'm gonna do this. When when he got to the streets in the real world, Chris Tucker was down when they were in Vietnam and it was the real world, but it was like he did that to I guess I'm assuming this did that to survive. He was just a maniac. Cause it's just not, his character is just so it needed to be more there with him. Something. Cause I'm just like, how do you? There's definitely something there. So that happens, and then other guy shows up. The law is trying to save the day, and nope. Oh no. She missing. He ain't missing. She said a couple times, and I think he, I think he had like a bulletproof vest on. After shoot him in the foot, about to shoot him again, runs out of bullets, then elbow him a few times. This ain't the worst part of playing though. We need to talk about. Talking about Jose and his damn uh, bombs. Yeah. All you got to do is blow off the door of the truck. <laughs> Hadouken. What's this man do? Nah, I'm going to do a raging demon. I- I'm going to blow up the whole damn truck. And smile as it's happening. He was so happy. He was like, oh, shit. Fire. Even <laughs> like the Joker. And they look at, they look at him like, you lost your motherfucking mind. He's like, you see how I went up, bro? I'm about to pull the door. I'm about to pull the whole fucking truck. And then Kirby's like, they stop arguing for all the money burned. And it's like, they're to get a couple million dollars. They're talking about somewhere like two to three million. And most of it burned. Burned. was like, nah. Let me, let me get my super bomb. Like, I'm fighting Thanos. Like, what are you? Hey. I don't know he's a, the whole thing. We gonna trust Jose. He's an explosive expert. He knows about bombs. Yeah, he may know about bombs. 
he also, you know, prays to the God of fire right now. I, I, man was playing with lies. You know he's crazy, right? And they didn't know. I don't think they knew that. That's the whole thing. He changed so much that they didn't know know him anymore. Oh, we know Jose, but we don't know what he's been through. They probably didn't even talk about what happened when he was over there. He just said, oh, I lost my hand, and that was it. Playing with the playing with the lightest shit like I gave him a tip like I mean, you know, they're like, damn, exactly. damn, pyromaniac, chill out. They knew something was up. They didn't realize the extent of what it was. And he had one moment of lucidity because, you know, Anthony holding Delilah, like, you know, we got to go, bro. Can't leave her. Like, you ain't going to leave her because she's already gone. Mm-hmm. So, and then here comes the funny part. They just running down the street. <laughs> Because people with paint on their face, with bags of money, and you got a, you had an explode, you had a blown up armored vehicle. So you just see a bunch of black and brown people just running down the street. Because Kirby thought that he he said, "Oh, I know I'm the getaway, but let me just go ahead and let my car go into this uh van, this armored van." Yeah, I throw the van down, and get this money. So they run in, and then keep in mind. So they split up, and Jose got two bags of money. Out of there. So he's shooting. He swerved and swerved back. Hits Jose. Jose's dead. Money flies away. The rest of them escape. So I guess it was just those two cops. So it's like, plan was just, plan went wrong like so many ways, multiple ways. And yet somehow they still got $300,000. Even though money Jose. I doubt they went back to get Jose's cut. So how much money they so if they did it right? Okay, say the truck truck still blows up, Jose doesn't die. So they get half a mil. Probably. If they did the right way, they got three million dollars split five ways or six ways. Yeah, six ways. Now, eventually, if everything went right, dead, Delilah's dead, Jose's dead, they counting the money, Skip is pissed. I'm about Cleon, like the fuck you freeze up. He's like, you have to kill him, he's a fellow Marine. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, he froze up, all that fellow Marines today like that. Talking about, you know, so he's not to trust him. Dope, you know, dope user, anything like that. So they, he gets slugged in the face. Meanwhile, Kirby, like, you know. He's like, you knock that shit out. Kirby, like. Yeah, all this fucking money on the table, you are. I tell you, I'm going to lose my count again. We're going to split this shit four ways, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Keith David is so good, yo. Oh, man, that dude is just so good. Make sure, you know, Jose's family get his cut. I think they did. I think think Anthony would have made sure they did. Got this guy, the family got the cut. Because, like, you know, he's family. I'm like, cut. He messed up. <laughs> Sorry, Barry. Oh, he's shit out of luck. Cold on him. He did his. He... You blew up the damn truck, <laughs> burned like $2.5 million. Then you ran away and lost another couple hundred. No. Motherfucker. Like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hated. I'm like, you know what? I'd be mad because, like, you know, you split it five ways. 
we each get sixty thousand dollars, which is a lot of money for late seven. Um. But yeah. I said, I said it's going to waste like that. I can. We could be splitting this four ways. You get like seventy-five thousand. Extra fifteen thousand dollars. So this man was fucking up. But anyway, it's like y'all are y'all here. Y'all about to dumb this. Then hey, you the Whole plan was fucked up. We out here. Ain't none of us do nothing right. Yeah, coach. <laughs> there he want to have an interview like he fucking uh what's the quarterback name <laughs> what's that uh cleveland browns quarterback oh, name oh baker mayfield yeah they yeah, look like I'm, baker mayfield out there nfl humbled me this year <laughs> i learned how it is to play the national football league no shit you talking all that we got a plan plan with the hell and keep in kirby's like all this argument and all this argument over nothing, and they like can't believe he's gonna burn all this money. It's like, yeah, like Uncle Sam says, money to burn. It's like this is gonna set that money on fire. So take the movie over, right? So they rob it. You know, nothing goes on, but then it's in the paper. You know, four, you know, armored car vehicle, one of the biggest heights there. Men dressed in paint running away. So. After he sees that in TV, so it's a big deal. Skip hitting that, that thing. Yeah, you know, he, hitting that fish, you start grabbing your nuts. He, he, yeah, he was, he was, he was feeling good. Uh, he's a little too good. He goes a downward spiral. So next time you see him around Christmas time, they got the hats on there. They out there chilling, like, oh, let's give some money. Like, what you doing, man? Get a little money to kids and stuff like that. Little stuff here and there, you know, no problem enjoying themselves. <laughs> Cleon doing a little bit more than he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> he's out there giving out hundred dollar bills. To <laughs> mm-hmm. he brought a Cadillac. Everybody knows he can't afford that. <laughs> like I think we should go up there and kill him. Kirby is like, man, yeah. Kirby was not wasting time. This whole thing is like, no. So kill him before he before the cops get him. He snitched. Kirby knew. Like nah, I go ahead and talk to him or anything like that. It's like you talk to him because you gonna have this. I will, young blood. Let me tell you something right now. He gonna fuck this up for me. My twilight years, giving out a hundred dollar bill so they can't just God. <laughs> what the hell happened to Cleon and Vietnam? Yeah, look, all jokes aside, I guess your man felt guilty about the crime that he was involved in. So he was trying to wash away his sins of, you know. But he bought, okay, but he also bought himself a goddamn Cadillac. That's why I say you're a hypocrite. He's conflicted. He's a conflicted individual. <laughs> There's layers to Cleon. Oh, Preflo Dollar. Nah, he's a damn scammer. That's a shame of being one. Like, I know I'm wrong. And I know I shouldn't be wrong, but I'm too weak to be right. Yeah. Uh, I should be doing this, but I do it for the right money. So, okay. so he about to show up there right when they get to church. He already cuffed up. He's late. And you know, he's going to snatch. they out there beating him. Look, you can tell the face, like, you know, they had to convince me that I didn't really <laughs> want to do it. They do convince it. me. I mean, he did, well, I even worried. You kind of see him just, it didn't take a lot of pressure. Oh no, no! This is because again, this is not the same character we originally saw. So, 
yeah, he he was snitching. He was snitching off jump. Mm-hmm. So they snitch. They show up at Skip's place, Al Green playing on Soul Train. They up there running there like six, seven deep. Skip like he been dead for days. Ooh, that that scene always gets to me because I'm just like, yo, you know how many people they probably found like that back in the day. Like that was that was how they found a lot of people. Found there, skin discolored, shirt all dirty. It's like this man didn't even need to do it, and he was living on borrowed time anyway. So what difference does it make? So it's just sad. I was being playing. I'm so tired of being alone. Just singing. It's like you never heard. Chip Marlow. Now you had a family, and that's the thing about this. You knew Jose had a family. Mm-hmm. You know Delilah had a family. Anthony had a family, obviously. Cleon, you heard about his, his dad. Kirby, you know, Kirby is the poppy way. Skip they had nothing. Yeah, they never dove into that. And that song playing just, it was like, oh, shit. Like, he never seemed like he had anybody. Because even when um Anthony came home, he said, you going to go see your mama? And then he went to the house with his mama. Skip was looking like, well, shit, I ain't got nobody to go see. So it was kind of always kind of like, yeah. That's, that song means a lot more playing there when you see him dead at the end of the movie. <clears throat> yeah, so anyway, it's like, damn, this whole thing. So that's the end. It's like, oh, right on the wall, time to go. They should have left. Okay. How quick did he snitch? Yeah. Like, as soon as he saw them arrested, they should have bounced, bounced the damn door. They should have left like that hour. I I okay. This is my thing. I've always said when he saw him snitching, he should have found a payphone or something and just say, "Yo, get out of there. Meet me at so and so, so and so, so we, you know, give me the my, my side, cut of the money, whatever." But you gotta go now. It's like, yo, get that bag. You gotta find all way to get some the money, daughter. Damn, this whole thing all fucked up. Don't worry about. We gonna go to Mexico. You know, got ourselves. Little boat gonna sell up the harbor, anything like that. That been the plan. They should have, le- you know, what the whole thing was. They should have left they after had, they robbed. I can see why. After, I I can see why Anthony. You know why they didn't leave? I can see Anthony didn't leave because of his daughter. Yeah, he wanted to make sure she was taken care of. Forget what Cleon doing. Like, don't trust Cleon. Let him give his money. You know, drop it for Jesus, like he was doing. Go ahead and handle that. You know, I guess Skip was like, I get my checks so I know it's me. I can, you know what? I can see why they didn't leave. Because they like, nobody knows them. They don't know. If, just keep in mind, if Cleon wasn't so sloppy, they don't get caught. Right. That's the only reason they got caught. Cause, like, you know, the heat was there. Let's go. Cleon started to left. Anyway, like, they go ahead like that. They're going to walk out. And they about to go up the steps like, run after me, run. I'm going to hold them off. <laughs> so he tried to run out the door, and it's like 20 of them. Ready to oh, light his ass God. up. Like they brought the whole damn spot. He's like, yeah, you see the look on his face. These people played defeated better than Lorenz Tate. It's over. He knew, he knew game over. Mm-hmm. So... Get arrested, go to jail. <laughs> Come on, yeah, you know. Got anything to say to the court? You've been found guilty of all charges. It's like, you know, I was wrong. 
which is, you know, which stuff, and you know, are just trying to make it, which things have been different, no excuse. I'm sorry. Then the lawyers, like, you know, just want to state out, you know, he was a military veteran like you, Your Honor. You know, he won a Silver Star. I don't want to hear none of that shit. <laughs> oh, I, I'm well aware. At least this man was not here to hear this shit. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I also served in the military in World War Two. The real war. war. You know what that was? Remember when Flair came to WWF? <laughs> the real world champion. <laughs> yeah. I beat real people, not clowns like all over the <laughs> Side shows and muscle men. I'm the real world champ. Bobby, he's like, yeah, Rick Flair's coming. The real world champ. <laughs> I was like, Vince let that on his TV. You know what's funny? Think about that. Vince man let them say that on his television. Know how you feel about NWA, WCW. You know how batshit crazy is thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's funny. They never... That was back in the day where it's like they never said where Ric Flair came from. Yeah. Like NWA, like you brought up NWA, WCW, that didn't exist. It's like, but people knew Ric Flair was. So they had Bobby here talking about, yeah, Ric Flair, the real world champion with his belt. And it's like the belt they had to censor out because they were still beating with WCW. It's like, whew, that's a funny thing. It's like, yeah, after the real world, you know, a real war, we learned about dignity, honor. And number attributes that you forgot all about. You represent the worst of us, and you just honor everyone that put on that uniform. And I don't want to hear about no hard time, any excuse. I sentence you to 15 to life. Life? I mean, consider it. But that's the only funny thing is 15 years, it seemed like he got off kind of easy. Yeah, you just thought he just got, a, got life. <laughs> 15 to life. Oof. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, 15 years of life. And they crying like that. And his face is like, life? What do you mean, life? It's the realization. life? Everything I did for this fucking country? Yep, the realization. There and just lung it. Yeah. And like, this is epic courtroom as it was. It's just two security guards. That didn't look like a light chair. That chair looked a little bit heavy. That was raised. You about to get fifteen years minimum. You gonna turn to the amp. Oh, he flung that shit. He's like, oh, 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 oh. take this man away. He wasn't talking shit no more. So he on the bus. He's got this defeated look on his face. Like, damn. Yep. What was it all for? Like, but the thing is, okay. So if he do ten years, he's still gonna be what his late thirties, early forties. Yeah, it's possible. He's yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he's focused on life like he's never getting out. I mean, he heard all he heard was life. I think he heard 15 to life, and he was just like, What? So, you know, that triggered him. Life. What do you mean, life? <laughs> so, the move that's dead president. Yeah, man. Um, ah, just an awesome movie. The cast was just phenomenal. It was just a good movie, and I always act. I, We've talked about it before. Like, yo, Lorenz Tate should be. We should talk about him. Like, yo, top five, and we just don't. And I mean, I guess that's part. That's part of it because you know he went away for that. You know, he had that hot minute. He was gone. I don't know. Oh, he, or maybe he just ain't had the the right movie yet or something. I mean, okay, let's look at his 
filmography. He does Minister Society, Inkwell, mm-hmm. Dead President, mm-hmm. Love Jones, Postman, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Then Love Comes Down and See. Then all of a sudden it's like Biker Boy. Oof. That's three, which I saw. And it's like, that and Torque came out the same year. I'm like, okay. Man Apart. Crash. Ray. It's like, it's a gap between like 98 and like 2003. Where it's like him and Neil Long just vanished. And then he came back, he started doing stuff. So I remember him in like Waste Deep. Like it was, after that, like he wasn't the star anymore. He came back, yeah. like I'm supporting roles. You know, I'm a, I'm a pop up a girl. So like you look at so like 2004, Crash. Ray. 2006, Waste Deep. The next movie is a TV movie in 2011. He's not in a he's not in a regular movie in a movie theater after 2006 till 2017. Girls Trip. So you talk about, so he was a star, had a little gap, came back supporting star, and then for 11 years, not in a theatrical movie. It's interesting. His his career is just he's just interesting. Oh, rescue me. I didn't know he was on there. Me even. No, I did. I didn't know he was on there. So and then it's funny where you see that and then I see him in power. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. He's so funny in power. Cause he's like, you know, he got that thing Lorenz Tank lean, but he's like sneaky Lorenz Tank. You know what I realized? Since Lorenz Tank came back. He's leaning more towards the sneaky person. <laughs> hey, man, whatever get this checks. I just want to know what type of water he's drinking because he barely has aged at all. 44. I mean, 44. <sighs> Bro, what type of water? We yeah, should... You think he'd be a lot older. Like, he must have been real young when Mental Society came out. He's like a phenom. But it's like, yeah, Lorenz Tate. But you think about a lot of people. Look at Chris Tucker. Yeah. He still pretty much look like, the same. The career he had, it was like, you know, his thing is I got he got rich. Fast. Like in <laughs> rush hour checks like fuck it. Like because <laughs> yeah. let's look at Chris Tucker's thing. Like, he was in House Party Three. Then Friday Friday. Money talks. There's Friday and Dead President. Okay, the yeah. Same right. year. Then ninety seven. He's in Money Talk, Fifth Element, and Jackie Brown. That's a hell of a run. That's a hell of a fucking that's run. A, that's a hell of a run. Because Money Talk is a is a very underrated. It's a movie that you know people don't talk about that much anymore. Underrated movie. Fifth Element. He was awesome in it. Yep. Like that's a role. Richard Prince. Oh wow! Didn't learn something new. Like Prince, like, and then Jackie Brown. He wasn't that long, but he was like remember when that. Then rush hours. Then rush hour two. Then rush hour three. Yeah, like he don't need yeah, it. Like it's like, you know, like oh, the twenty million dollar check. I don't need to work. It's like he was working plenty. Like he had three movies in ninety five, three in ninety seven, then one in ninety eight, nothing ninety nine, nothing two thousand. Then the rush hour two in two thousand one. Then he don't work for six more years. 
Then he pops up in Rush Hour 3. Yeah. Then he doesn't work till Silver, Silver Linus Playbook. Which I thought his, his role was great in that, that little small role that he had. I thought it was pretty good. And then he was in Billy Lynn Long halftime off because I didn't see that. So it's kind of like, oh, I got that rush hour money. I don't need to work anymore. I'm chilling. Yeah. This, oh man. Like I said, um, this is one of those movies that I think, like I said, it held up. It's 2020 and the movie still holds up. Is it a fun movie to watch? Not really. But I think it's a movie if you haven't seen, you should definitely check out because there's some great performances going on in the movie. Uh, that being said, you know, you know what's funny though? Um, critics didn't like the movie. I think I saw that. Didn't it get like a 40? No, was it? Was it 40 something? Yeah. And a lot of critics say it's like, you know, it's, they bit off more than they can, you get a lot of, they bit off more than they can, they can chew. Or it's like kind of, the idea sound, but the, the, they say like it's a sound idea. What's the actual the actual movie itself? I it's kind of like messy. I won't fight anybody that didn't. You know, I won't, I won't fight a critic, but I understand what they're trying to say because the movie is kind of like it's almost like twenty two minute episodes. They put you in this one spot for a couple of minutes, and it's always moving, so you don't get to sit with a lot of the scenes or a lot of the characters. They just give you basically what you need to know. They were teenagers, and senior year. Goodfellas went a way, it, it's a clumsy version of Goodfellas. Like, the budget's only $10 million. And you don't notice it until the end. From the bank robbing scene on, then you know it's like, because they robbed the bank in real empty. There's nobody on the streets. No cars, no nothing. It's just the security guards and them. And then it goes to, they robbed the bank. I mean, they rob the truck to get away after people die. It's a big thing in the newspaper. Then, next thing you know, Cleon snitch. And then a the movie ends. Basically. Yeah. I just think, I yeah, I get it. I, I Like I said, I can, I can understand the problems. But you know what? I wonder. This is, this is a movie that if they had a director's cut, I would love to watch it. Because I feel like it's more there. At least like maybe 18 to 20, 22 minutes more film there. I'm just wondering what what's there like, what do you space up? I mean, what do you add? So like, you kind of know. Okay. Like we, we like, yeah, we do know enough, but okay. Chris Tucker, what about his family life? Because, like you said, we knew about we knew about the other two, we knew about Jose and Anthony, but we wasn't really sure about Skip. Skip was always like, uh, "I guess okay." That's, that's, the, that's the point. Yeah, but you, I, mean, I think it would have hit. Not a man, okay. You can you can space. You can only space out so much. You can only do that when it's two characters in a movie. When it's an ensemble movie or it's like a movie with a star, everybody can't get the star treatment. But wait a minute! You tell him find about like your Kirby's nephew. So you telling me you couldn't give you like two minutes or a, a minute and thirty seconds and say, oh, like something like to the sense of Anthony's asking which, him, ask the Anthony. Think at, about which, mo- which movies have done that? This ensemble movie. 
Exactly. Yeah, but you know about Smokey Family and Friday like that? You know. Yeah, but that was a different movie. You didn't because that's a comedy. You get what I'm saying? You know, just go with it. But that's the whole thing. It's kind of like in that movie Friday, you knew about Craig and his family, and you like because the story's about Craig. Like Smokey is like the second main character. But you you hear about Smokey Mom, you don't know nothing else about Smokey's family. You don't know anybody else about anybody else's family. You just see them as like how they relate to Craig and Smokey. But I think that most works. Movies like, most movies are kind of like that, where it's like we either talk about the entire family or we talk about the main character's family. You can either, you can either be soul food or you can be this. You can't do both. I get that, but with the director's cut, usually that's the stuff that they cut out. Like we don't need this. Uh, we can't use this. You know what I'm saying? I don't need no book. If Skip don't got a family, I need to know about his, his lack of daddy. Nah, that's not what I'm saying. It wouldn't have hurt. It wouldn't have hurt. Like I said, a minute thing. Hey, uh, hey, Anthony, where you staying at? I mean, hey, Skip, where you staying at? And, it, you know, Anthony asking him that question. Oh, you know, man, I, 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 I'm i going to stay with so-and-so tonight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just that small little one or two lines. You sound like Tyler Perry. Man. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, mama's going home, too. He got, he got rechecked. He all right. He grown. Think about that. At this point, he a grown ass man, and he hey, money not an issue. Yeah, I, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about initially in the beginning of the movie. I'm just saying if there was a director's cut, that is one thing I would add. I would add more of a back, more of a backstory to. Let me, okay, let me ask you a question. House party. How much you know about Place Family? They were out of town. You knew they was rich. Yeah, they were rich. They were rich, and he could that's do it pretty much whatever he wanted. You didn't see them. You didn't interact with them. You knew that he was rich. But that fit. You keep you. But, but you know what you're doing. You keep going back to comedies. You going to go? Give me a, a drama or something like that, and give me that example. You okay, gave. Let's name most dramas. Okay, Boys in the Hood. You want the family because they all related. And so, Ricky's family is important. Because that's actually part of the story. Okay. And also, it's about those two families, about Ricky and Doughboy's family, and it's about Cuba getting Junior's family. So family is necessary because it's actually part of the story. If family's not like mentioned society, how much family you hear about? Or I, I just take double example, Juice. You barely get like what, 30 seconds of Bishop's family? But you got it. You talk about, okay, but that's, that's just a, that's just to build up Bishop because you need to see where he's coming from. Knowing about Bishop Daddy being insane or anything like that explains Bishop. What about the other one? You know, Raheem. Oh, yeah, he got a sister. So he yeah, got yeah. Family. His family life. You don't see anything with a parent. Fat boy. Oh, he got family. Don't step on my grandma's couch. <laughs> you get enough about the family to establish them, and then the family don't exist anymore. Because the rest of the time, you see the family beginning, and you don't see them again. The family's just there to establish a character. You don't need family. Like I said, I'm going to pimp my granddad with a pimp. Well, no, I was just saying, okay, maybe I should say personally for me. That that sounds better. What I'm saying is not I'm I'm not just sticking with the family, like because it's more things. Because like I said, every scene looked like a fade in, fade out. Like you, but you don't get like you just okay. I'm here in 1969. Now I'm in 1972. It was like these jumps. Now I understand it was necessary jumps because you only have so much time for a movie, you know, allotted for a movie or whatever it may be. But it, it didn't, the movie didn't feel like it, it had have any rhythm. You boot camp writing a letter home in 
Look, man. I listen. That's just what I think. I mean, I I enjoyed the movie for what it was. Marlon Gibbs could have been the movie been his mom. You the worst right now. You're absolutely the worst. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, man, we got more. We got a, another episode to do, so we try to try to get out of here. Uh, next week, I got a movie we gonna watch. You know, we're in the world right now. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> not until it's coming, but I ain't got no sports. So we're going to watch a sports movie. You know what we watching next week? Or what the movie we're going to do? We're watching. we watching Above the Realm. I knew this was coming. Yeah. Yeah, it's time. Hey, hey, hey. hey. I gotta tell you, I've seen Above the Rim multiple times. I am not a fan. What is wrong with you? We're gonna do it. Okay. Because the movie, okay, because it's kind of like. It's something with movies with Leon. He's either playing like a, a samurai or like I'm a pimp. There's no in between with him. It's like, you know. I got this dark corrupt, I got this dark past, this haunted past and everything, and I don't say anything, and I'm playing like the wounded noble person, or I'm just the biggest scuzzball on the planet. It is no, it's, I don't know what it is with Leon, it is something about him. Like, he just, yeah, so, no, it's kind of like, you know what it is? I'm not a fan of Dwayne Martin. Oh, I'm not Never. either. But I enjoy this movie. Maybe maybe his it's, no. Hang it's, say a two, it's a Tupac show. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 This is a great. This is a great environment. If you want to see Tupac shine, and you want to see Leon hit jumpers with these church pants on. <laughs> but Dwayne Martin is so obnoxious in this damn movie. It's like I'm hoping Birdie shoot him. Man, Leon. Oh yeah, they playing basketball and what? I tried to do a 360 and I ducked so I fell off the damn roof. What type of madness is that? Like, not so. <laughs> I'm playing pickup ball on the roof. It's going to be fun. 21, I, I died at point number 19. Listen, it's going to be fun. It, listen, I don't know. I don't know. But it's gonna be fun because you don't like the movie, or you don't particularly care for the movie, and I absolutely love the movie. Uh, I thought this was another, like you said, a great Tupac performance. Dwayne Martin, ugh, I guess. I mean, yeah, I would like to know if anybody else. And I'm gonna look it up, see if anybody else try out and go out for that role. But I, I some telling me he knew he could play ball better than everybody else is how he got the role. I just got a feeling. Do we know if he can actually play ball? I mean, he can handle the ball. You could, we saw him dribbling. Won't like nobody else was dribbling for him, so he can at least dribble. Let's put it that way. Um, so like you know, I swear Wesley Snipes was an athlete. So I read more behind the scenes stuff, and then I watched White Man Can't Jump as an adult. Oh boy, yeah, you really karate. I, I really wish you wouldn't have said anything about that. Let my mind be free, because now after watching it, when I see it, now I'm always just watching him like. Shit. Damn it, Shahid. 
Um, okay. Is it, what streaming service is it on? Do I have to rent this too? I can look for you right now. Hold on. Let's see. I mean, you got the money. Stop acting loud, man. Come on, man. You got it. Like you told me the last time. Yes, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's a recession. It's a pandemic. Nah, you, you know, I mean, I could rent a movie or I could start a business. Don't <laughs> play check as a chess. Uh, this actually isn't streaming anywhere. I think I'm going to be renting this. Yeah, no, nah, I rented um, their president on Amazon Prime. It was $4. To buy it was $18. Imagine spending $18 to buy their president for 2020. You got to be out the damn mind. I, what did I tell you with movies like that? It's a movie out there. I was just like, man, I'm not paying. What is wrong with them? It's a movie. I forgot. I think it's a movie we did. It was like, I'm not doing it. They are insane. Um, I could buy the deep like $4. Right. I'm like, matter of fact, I'm going to see how much above the rim costs online because I'm like, I might just buy it. Well, be, be careful on that. Because you know, uh, Amazon, I don't know. Is, is Amazon still? I heard something about Amazon not delivering. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they said they're delivering uh, essentials and everything else gonna have to wait. Uh huh. Well, so it's gonna be two day shipping instead of one day shipping. I don't know, but I know I ordered some stuff and I got an email today talking about some. Oh, we couldn't make your delivery today. I'm a little heated about that, but anyway, uh, if you want to follow, looking at stuff now, so it's like, oh yeah, so Prime delivery, damn Sunday. Man, you know what type of climate we living in in this world. I don't give a rat man. <laughs> I ain't get no discount. I'm about paper towel. Man, listen, you got prime. Watch hunters. Watch hunters until the until until above the roof get there. You telling me I gotta wait? Two or three weeks from them fans, my money comes free every week. I feel like beans the state property. Like, I ain't waiting for that shit. <laughs> like, fucking Amazon. Well, Walmart right now go to discount. If you were uh, getting over 2020, you could do it digital. But, you know, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. $9.99. So it's the same price if I bought it on DVD. Oh. So, sure. yeah. So, yeah, renting $3. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and Facebook, the real Jeff versus the world on Instagram. If you want to follow Shahid, you can follow him at Philly drugs, uh, Instagram, Twitter, as uh, your choice. Uh, and yeah, we just gonna get up out of here. So next week we will be doing above the rim and we are out. Peace.